They'll never find my lethal weapon's my mind. Another week, beautiful week. Uh, me and Murray just getting back from the Highland Games that were taking place across the street. Yeah, and you know, it's true what they say about Scotsmen and their kilts. Mm-hmm. They don't wear anything underneath them. Yes. It was dicks flopping all over the place. This is very windy day today. It is very windy. We got hit with a powerful storm yesterday. Uh, the caper that I was tossing cracked in half. Lightning bolt hit it. Right in mid throw. The food capers? Yeah. yeah, capers, cabers. I don't know what the toss is called. All I know is I threw a telephone pole like 45 feet. Wow. Is that an Olympic event? Because the Olympics are going on, by the way. Uh, I haven't watched any of it, but I hear it's No, the on. Scots wouldn't give that one away. They said, this is our tradition. Wow. Of course, I saw them doing a little parade down uh, you know, the side the of the... The quickening was my favorite part. The quickening, of course, is the exciting part. They have to wait until it's dark out for that so that you get the clouds and the lightning. Well, that's where all the wind came from for blow up the skirts. That's... It was the quickening. <laughs> you saw a lot of dicks in the dark. We shouldn't have been wearing night vision goggles. We would have not seen all those I dicks. didn't need to see the dicks. Chris. You didn't need to see the dicks. No. Well, I got to keep I'm it. I'm Dolph Lundgren of the team. You're the Brandon Lee. Hey, look. You're the packer checker. I'm just... I got to check out those dicks. I got to know what's going on, you know? Oh, anyways, Murray. Murray, Murray, I always call myself Murray. You Murray. (laughs) (laughs) I don't even go by Murray outside of here. I'm calling you Murray. All right. Oh, man. Another thing we noticed at the the Highland Games, of course, is that you're trending. Your fashion is trending. Yeah, I know. Like, I'm not shocked. I mean, I am a trendsetter. Without even video of this, somehow I'm a, but I'm upset just, uh, because there's something I don't I have no respect for. Who's trying to bite off my style? He, he debuted it at this uh, last week's Lollapalooza. Mm, mm-hmm. I, I put it up on our Twitter. The so people who follow our Twitter already know how angry I Are am. Are you talking about Tyler, the creator? He's always stealing stuff. I don't know who that guy is. Yeah, I'm talking about someone who is a little more important. Oh, okay, Mr. Fred Dirtz. What? Not he, the guy who got got arrested on the HBO show, right? I don't know who that Wasn't is. Wasn't that guy's name Fred Durst as well? I don't know who you're talking about. All mm. I know is he is biting off my dad j- joke style hard. What do you mean? He's got the fucking like windbreaker, baggy windbreaker, the khaki like, pants. Like the Fonz in the first season windbreaker? Even worse. Oh, my God. He's got the khaki pants. And this, everybody knows this was my thing. Because it could have been a coincidence, right? I know he didn't totally do it because I have to actually have people like, I don't know, cobblers, is that what they're called, the shoe people? Shoe people. I have to have my new balances adjusted <laughs> when I buy them because, you know, I'm all about the Velcro straps, and you can't get those. You can get them in, like, Liechtenstein still, but you can't get them in America. So are they new balance after they've been cobbled? <laughs> yes, you got the fucking logo. If it says new balance, it's the new balance. 
But I rocked the Velcro strap. He didn't have that because he, he's, he's not that aware. Because he's stealing it. Right. Right. And he's wearing a wig for some. I, I don't wear a wig. <laughs> That's one. Of the, my hair was looking like I just got my hair cut this morning. It was looking pretty shaggy, like he had it. <laughs> Murray's hair has never looked shaggy in the decade I've known him. The fucking hair was touching my ear, Griff, <laughs> on the side, and it was driving me crazy. Oh god damn it! Oh, I hated funny. it. Um, yeah, I thought you were saying that there's one other uh, person out there in the woke world that well, was... you you know there's there's somewhere to make money off of something. Jaden Smith's got to be involved. Jaden? Jaden got a sponsorship with a New Balance. What? He's trying to claim he's making it cool. Of course, I made it cool. He never even heard of New Balance until he started listening to our show. Right. And now he's got some, like, sponsorship, which should go to me, by the way. Shit, my God. We got to be careful because we're such trendsetters. The New well, Balance we're so We're so giving. Like, we just give to the world, and we don't even think about how much time and times we're getting ripped off. Right. Couple months back, we did we did the whole uh, Chuck Norris ASMR. I forget what we called it. There was some kind of name we yeah, had for it. Yeah, I forget too. I forget too. Uh, go listen to that. Episode. <laughs> go listen to that episode and remind us. But Octagon. It was, it was uh, during that time that we did like some mustache ASMR. Next thing you know, I'm seeing everybody with mustaches. As the mask came down, everyone had the mustaches, and so I was like, I can't do this anymore. I got to go back to a plain face because I just don't want to be setting these trends anymore. I'm just gonna wait. Just you never going back? I'll go back. Are you you taking a hiatus? A mustache hiatus? Yeah, I I usually take a hiatus. So I'm just hyping this up. Uh, All right. So in this movie, there's a very spectacular scene that everybody knows and loves and uh, appreciates. I know there's so many. I don't know what you're talking about. That's a good point. Uh, We, of course, we always compare the most precious shots, the tush shots, the glute (laughs) shots, but. We, of course, have a field reporter who is an absolute expert He's an on aspert. physique. He's an aspert. You know what we're talking about. Joe Coleman. So I uh, unsolicited uh, sent him over an unsolicited uh, shot of Mel Gibson's ass from this movie. And here is his thoughts. His eh. ass assessment. Eh. It's moderate, moderately respectable <laughs> since it matches the builds of his legs. Thumbs up. Wow, it's a tepid thumbs up. But. but no pun intended. Are we sure this is him? <laughs> I've seen Mel Gibson's ass before. That's not Mel Gibson's ass. We all know these Where Hollywoods. have seen Mel Gibson's ass before in another movie? Why are we questioning? Is Mel Gibson known for He hasn't that? seen it in a movie. I, well, he is an He's expert. met Mel Gibson. Oh, shit. Mel Gibson's a fan did, of Joel Coleman. Did he have a connection with, uh, what's his face? I can't remember his name. Arquette, David Arquette. <laughs> he must have, but I don't know. Mel must have showed up and watched Joe stomp a guy's face in or something. He was at the UFC event, and he saluted Trump. So, hey. He, I, somewhere they cross. Maybe he goes to Mud Show Wrestling as well. Somewhere they cross paths, and Joe happened to see his. He probably wandered in the locker room. <laughs> hey, I'm in the locker room, went in Rome. He took his fucking clothes off. So, yeah, he's, I, I've seen it, but, you know, these Hollywood types are egotists. They got to show off the best glute possible. So, so. Is he saying, is he claiming, is he accusing, is he slandering Mel Gibson saying he has an ass double in this movie? Because I don't buy it. You I didn't see it caught. Like, dude, this is 1987. You couldn't, like, you can't do CGI cuts like this. This was like, you see him get up out of the bed, walk down, walk, and then you see that ass. You, I mean, the hair looks perfect, so I don't know. 
I don't know. Joe's just asking questions, everybody. <laughs> Do your own research. Anyway, Murray, let's move on. Let's actually talk about more of this movie. I fucking love this movie. I, I, I'm here, this is for you guys because I think people are like, I don't need to listen to Golden Globes Theater. They're playing all these obscure bullshit movies lately. They don't play blockbusters like I wanted to on here. This is for you guys. This is a fucking blockbuster. This is a fucking huge hit. I saw this in the movie theater. As I alluded to last week, we won a gold medal. I said we did the most popular episode that people are always asking us to do, the popular request. This is it. This is the one we won a gold medal on. We're bringing it out. We went to Tokyo with this episode. We brought home the gold. We brought home the gold. We brought home some, uh, some of that. I'm biting the gold medal right now as we speak. Murray I, I, has assured me he's wearing the underwear he got from the vending machine. <laughs> No, I'm just dabbing my forehead sweating. Oh, yes, so of hot course. Out here. <laughs> oh, but this is the first time I've ever seen this movie. Uh, I, I wanted to slap Griff across the face when he told me that. Yeah. This is my third favorite Mel Gibson movie of all time. I put it on my business card, action movie expert, and I've <laughs> never seen a Lethal Weapon movie. You don't need to see any of the sequels as far as I'm concerned. I never even saw the one with Chris Rock, which I think was the last one. Yeah. And I never watched that TV show. Like, I didn't... I didn't recognize this franchise until that one. It got one. too, like, obviously there's comedy to this, but yes. it got too wacky with the sequels. I mean, Joe Pesci's character, mm-hmm. I hated Gaiman. See, I I was hooked immediately because of Murtaugh and his family and just how, like, nowadays, family houses, they're so polished up. I immediately go back to, like, Keanu's house and John Wick. People are like, John Wick's so cool. He's, like, just living this super high life, like, McMansion man. And then you have people like uh, the RoboCop, the 2017 remake, perfect like you know McMansion house, everything. I don't even remember anything about that. Murtaugh's house is just like falling apart at well, points. Well, it's not so much falling apart. Is they're like I think they're in a constant state of working, working on it, on it yeah. which is exactly what I expect to see. Like most houses I go in, it's 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 like that, and I love that detail. I love this family. There's a lot of details I love. There's a scene I love. That we'll get, when we get to it, I'll point out. But yeah. It very much felt like real to me, like a real life. So, of course, I identify with Murtaugh as this very <laughs> real character with the very real family, very real family issues. And then I get my first whiff of Riggs, <laughs> and I'm like, I fucking hate this man. <laughs> I knew you would. and I, I knew I was going to have to just slap the shit out of you and make you see the light, because Riggs is fucking awesome, first of all. I, like... I get it. He's got the whole thing going on with losing his wife and everything. He's a young guy, 11 years, so they were married like 20 to 31. Some interesting years to be uh, – anyways. Back in the day, you millennials wait till you're 50 to get married. Back in the day, <laughs> your first woman you fucking slept with, you got married. <laughs> right. right. This is the way you did it. So I'm also curious of how he met this woman and how he was in the wars he said he was in because, yeah. like, timelines. Yeah, he was, like, 16 or something when he was in Vietnam. Like, yeah. Vietnam ended in 75. And this is 87. Yeah. Her, uh, her so tombstone said 51. So that's doing my math. That's 12 years. Mm-hmm. So he was supposed to be 30 in this movie, so he was literally 18. 31. He got recruited out of high school. <laughs> yes. like, they trained him as a sniper in high school. <laughs> yes. 
And they, then Murtaugh, and then like this is this. The only thing I'll say about watching this movie now, because the first time I saw it, I was, I was twelve or thirteen when it came out. Now, when I'm like three years away from where Murtaugh is and how decrepit, it's like you might as well kill yourself. You're just, you're, your your life's over with Murtaugh. What are you talking about? Murtaugh was he? he That's he, the vibe they're trying to put on to Murtaugh, like in the beginning, especially when the daughter's like. Got a little gray in your beard. I started getting gray in 35 in my fucking beard, and he just started. I have gray on my temples. I know. You're very distinguished. Very Reed Richards. Thank you. My mom was like, are you going to, like, dye those? I was like, I'm like Reed Richards, Mom. (laughs) And she said, who the fuck is Reed Richards? (laughs) But, no, I I loved it. I, I hated the fact that they were all shitting on him, but it was 80s. It was the 80s. That's what you do. You shit on your dad. You shit on your dad. Yeah. Also, you just walk in on your dad bathing. That was weird. Yeah, that was boundaries, people. <laughs> but again, that's like this weird family dynamic. I was just like, you know what? I love these weird little family details. I love that his wife sucks at cooking, and he calls her out, and she makes fun of his ties. It's beautiful. I got a question. We I, I touched on this in my uh, teaser last week. As as we've learned in the past 20 years, Mel Gibson's not a great guy. Like he's got issues. You can say at the bare minimum he has issues. Yeah, he's got a drinking problem. He's got a rage problem. Apparently hates anyone who's not white <laughs> and male and straight. <laughs> can you? I I'll give my answer after I say this question. Can you step? Is it? Can you separate the art from the artist? I say yes. I say I can still like this movie and still have issues with how Mel Gibson acts. Do you do you agree or you disagree? Oh, 100%. Our, you can separate the two. I okay, cuz I think that's that. like changing now. Like I think a lot of people are like if if they can't if it's like and this is what really pisses me off. This is some like people are really on the far end of the spectrum of this. Like not only if it comes out that somebody you liked or enjoyed is an asshole in real life. They did something shitty. Then it's not only do you not like them, then all of a sudden they don't have talent. Like that that's like like people like rationalize it like this person sucks. They're not even any good. Yeah. Give credit where credit's due. Mel oh, Gibson's yeah. fucking great in this movie. Yeah. There's definitely... I can't think of any good examples because I wasn't you know, like, uh, prepared for this. But, no, I, I see that all... Like, if Mel were to come out with a new movie today, I might not want to pay to see it or something because I don't want to fund him and his crazy ways or something. But, you know, I might catch well, I, it or watch it. On the other side of things, I have no issue... Like, to me, everyone has their line they don't cross, you know? So if you, I wouldn't, I wouldn't cast aspersions someone who would say I'm never going to see a Mel Gibson movie again. That's your issue. Yeah. But I wouldn't give someone shit if they were like, "Fuck it, I still like Lethal Weapon. I don't give a shit." You know. Yeah. I'm like, oh, well, yeah, I agree with you. Yeah. You know. Well, see, we're just more enlightened than everyone else is. <laughs> you know who isn't enlightened is Steven Seagal because he got busted <laughs> in a crypto chain. Uh, of course he did. <laughs> he was like, <laughs> I don't think anything will happen to him, but he, he it was some like hacked up scheme or something and he benefited from it in some way. I didn't read the story because why would I read a fucking story about Sensei? All I care about is that we got to face facts, people. King Shark from Suicide Squad is hot and you need to accept it. (laughs) I saw that fucking headline. I was like, I'm not reading that. I'm not reading that. And I can't believe someone got paid to write that. (laughs) Uh, CGI Shark Man is hot. And not only that, we have to face facts and accept it. What if... The only reason they write such ridiculous headlines is because back in the day, you used to get paid a penny by the word or whatever. What if you get paid a penny by the click? And so you just got to come up with these. Yeah, I I totally believe it. Yeah, that's exactly it. And I want to hate it. But at the same time, like I want these people who just want to write 
to be able to write. I think what really bothers me is how, like, no, accept it. You got to accept the fact that you want to <laughs> fuck the CGI shark. It was shark a very man. demanding, demanding yeah. headline. It wasn't yeah. like give me an option. It was yeah. like, you're a piece of shit if you don't want to fuck this. And I, you might be not be a good person. You might be like Mel Gibson. I hate that that's like In fact, where, it said, except the fact that Mel Gibson wouldn't fuck this shark man. I hate that that's where it seems like most online discourses go, like it or fucking die. <laughs> like, this is the square to talk about how you like it. You're not you're not allowed to criticize it at mm. all. So, you know, you, you, you see you see now, like, if you look at a certain wrestling company, if you want to see people praise it, you go to the one channel. Anybody who tries to say anything, you know, even slightly, <laughs> like, I wish they would have done this instead. <laughs> no. Download, send them to hell. Well, not only, yeah, not only that, then you get accused of being things, you know. Like, oh, you yeah. obviously hate women if you don't like Wonder Woman. Oh, you yeah, know? no, you, like, get, you get accused of being, like, somebody in the deep state or something. So. And then that way, you, you, like, you, 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 what you say is just nullified. Like, yep. Even if, it's, if it makes sense, yeah. you know. And it's like, well, you're a piece of shit. You hate women. So yeah. there's no way you could ever say anything that would make sense. Right. Yeah, it's, you, like, it's like a straw man thing. It's like a fucking like bullshit. It's a cowardly way to argue with somebody. Yeah, these are terribly small groups and fringes, and you don't even have to see them. And I don't want to see them, so I don't usually see them. Just but, face the facts. Everybody wants to fuck Shark Man, King Shark. But I can think of another man that everybody wants to fuck Murray. Let's get this on topic. Let's Mel get to Gibson. the trailer. It's Mel Gibson. Well, I got. I got to tell you something, Griff. I'm getting too old to come up with shit for these fucking intros, so we're going straight into Lethal Weapon. He's a criminal's worst nightmare. A cop who enjoys the danger. No guns, no jujitsu, just bring him down. Do you really want to jump? Well, then that's fine with me. Come on. Wait, I what do you mean? Wait a minute. What the He was ready to retire. Now, he's going to wish he had. Gun! Oh, oh, oh. Raj, meet your new partner. New partner? <laughs> oh, too old for this. If these guys can just stand each other. What you got in there? Boy and Smith? A lot of old timers carry those. The bad guys don't stand a chance. Don't kill anybody. Don't kill anybody. I'm too old for this. Are you as good as you say you are? Nobody can touch me. Suppose we better register you as a lethal weapon. You ever met anybody you didn't kill? Well, I haven't killed you yet. Jingle bells, everybody. We got. We it's got a shame, sh- black movie. So you know it's got to take place at Christmas. Yeah. Okay, I didn't realize this was a shame, black. Uh, That's his thing. I don't know if Monster Squad took place at Christmas. I don't. We'd remember. have to ask our buddy Mike about. I that. I don't remember Monster Squad. Well, I don't remember <laughs> Wolfman having jingle nards. I don't <laughs> <that>. <laughs> Ooh, that'll be a question for Lycanthropus Chris. Lycanthropist Chris. Yes, yeah. a oh, word yeah. I still can't say. I, I trained. Wow, that's shocking, I, a word you can't say. Oh, boy. Anyway, we get the fucking classic, and I say classic, but I mean shitty because I hate all Christmas music, Jingle mm-hmm. Bell Rock. Mm-hmm. Now, if they played the Hall & Oates version, I'd be all into it. Oh, Hall & Oates has a Yeah, yeah man. I, I, video, I, I remember they had a video on MTV, like the early days of MTV. They played it constantly. Oh. 
So we get what we came for, dude. We get some titties. We right get off the bat. We get this chick. She's high as fuck, dude. Uh, we talked about it last week for one half of the second. I didn't second. notice this. Also, I noticed the first time in the credits, Eric Clapton did the music for this Really? Fucking, yeah. Wow. I used to love Eric Clapton because it changed oh the world. Oh, my God. I hate <laughs> Eric Clapton. Fuck Eric oh Clapton. Oh, my God. God, whatever the fuck they called him. He's such a great guitar player. It's fuck funny him. because I didn't find out about what. He also his... says a lot of racist shit. Does he really? Yeah. He's... I'm not surprised. Yeah. Well, I forget what his other band was. Cream. Yeah, Cream. I didn't find about find out about Cream until I was in my late twenties. No, I was the really... Yardbirds. I think he was into. Oh, I don't, I, no in idea. A lot of bands. But yeah, I didn't know about any of those cooler bands that you would think a teenager like, would Tears like. Tears of Heaven. Whatever. Yeah, I was like would Tears of Heaven. Uh, Change the world. That was the one that got me. It's <laughs> <laughs> the most limp dick <laughs> fucking music. Anyway, get back on track. Get back on track. My with dick the... isn't limp because we got a naked babe <laughs> laying out. I was talking about that limp dick song you were oh, right. listening to. Laid out. She's snorting a couple rails. She's high as fuck. You know what? I was saying it last week. It, this reminded me of a scene out of uh, Fire Walk With Me. I think it inspired Lynch. <laughs> Many people say Mel Gibson inspired a lot of David Lynch's. I think work. so. <laughs> so she takes a couple lines of coke, and she's like, you know what? I think I'm just going to jump off a fucking building. This looked like an episode from Columbo. This happened. If the phone rang and she was hypnotized and she walked out, it would have been the episode from. <laughs> and she took her clothes off and folded them up. I believe that was part of the Columbo episode. And Columbo would have solved it without killing anybody. Well, Columbo never has to kill. We know that. So she leaps off. We get a nice stunt double. Hits the fucking. No blood at all. She just hits. She falls what? Like. 20 stories at least but hey she was in the spirit of the olympics she did a nice twirl she, she get a canner uh, a couple twists she didn't get the twisties like Lindy, simone biles something she yeah, didn't get no. the twisties like simone biles well maybe simone biles needed to snort a couple lines of coke before <laughs> she did it so well they don't test for coke they only test right. for performance enhancing yeah, drugs yeah weed that's the only thing they test for <laughs> that woman our, one of our one of our runners got kicked out where really? that was going to win oh gold. yeah that's yeah. right okay I so saw, yeah. she's I was going to say splatters, but she doesn't splatter. She looks, looks beautiful and sexy as fuck laying on top of a shattered car. <laughs> one boob exposed. One you know? boob. I, I like the touch, the one boob touch. And then we're like, shit. Is, right away to start a movie. I'm like, wow, I'm invested. I'm like, what's going on Is here? this that Chain Guys thing, too? The director or the writer <laughs> is he's like one tit. <laughs> yes. Just falls over yeah. the side towards the camera. So but now we got we to introduce our heroes. We go from one uh, uh, easily accessible to song another. to another easily acceptable song that you have to pay rights for back in the 80s. Happy <laughs> I birthday. think now, too, and I don't know why. No, you it, don't it's, anymore. It's okay, because it should be public domain. It should be, but yeah. the so-and-so sisters, I forget their names, they they owned it somehow? Uh, I don't know. But now, it's free range. Murtaugh, he's just trying to relax in the tub. It's his 50th birthday. He's got Epsom salts because he's elderly. Big, beautiful beard on him. Is, you know, he's like elderly. He's 50. It's, life's this over is, with. This is late 80s. Did anyone have a beard in the late 80s? My dad did. That's about all I can think of. Oh, interesting. My dad's had a beard my entire life. I've never oh, seen my okay. dad outside of pictures without a beard. He's a sophisticated piece of shit. No, yeah, so. no he's not even sophisticated. He's oh, okay. Just a piece of shit. Okay. And so he's just trying to enjoy himself. Maybe he's like, you know, you know Rubbing himself a little, thinking about 
a woman with one tit exposed. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And then his fucking family is plumb, no boundaries in this family. Hey, bum rush him. This is why I was Nobody, saying. Wait, who wants half. to see their dad's dick? Okay, th- yeah, this is the problem. It's like, does dad bathe with swim trunks on? Like, why are we busting <laughs> into the tub? I don't know. Very strange. Very strange. But hey. Malcolm in the Middle taught us all about the middle class families, you know? Strange I thought things they were middle class? I thought there was to be poor they're, they're supposed to be, like, low, yeah. It's true. These guys clearly were, like, middle, maybe upper middle. Yeah, because you could afford, like, a house on a cop salary back then. No, yeah. nobody can afford to live anywhere. Nope. So, uh, yeah, they're just bum-rushing them, giving them a birthday present, and a cake, I should say. And he's, dog- just, he's discombobulated. He's like, what's going on? He probably has dementia. He's 50, after all. <laughs> <laughs> you looking forward to that dementia? Yeah, yeah. I'm yeah. <laughs> gonna have to start writing the episode. I can't on remember flashcards. shit now on her fucking movies. Like I'm worried. Yeah, I fucking really am worried. <laughs> so and then the daughter's like, yeah, you got a little gray in that beard, pops. Oh, you know. Meanwhile, that's what my she- fucking chin's all gray now. He's got two strands of fucking. Mm. Danny Glover, forty at the time when he played this role. Oh, so okay. He's, he's acting. He's acting fifty. Doing a great job, killing it. So we get, we, you know, this family fucks off for a minute, allows him to actually get out of the tub and wash, you know, dry himself off. And he dresses up. He's coming down the stairs. Again, we're seeing the house. It's not, it's not beautiful. It's a little, you know, It disheveled. looks like the house a cop would live in. It looks like a house a young family would have destroyed recently. <laughs> Just general wear and tear. And so he's coming down and his wife's trying to prepare breakfast. And there's this big joke. About how bad she is at cooking, and she's dropping eggs everywhere egg throughout the movie. Yeah, wife cannot cook. Take my wife, please. <laughs> and he's leaning forward. He's got this tie on. Is there a spot on this tie? Yeah, it's ugly. Beautiful, beautiful. And then she's like, "Oh, by the way, some guy named Michael Cuntlicker uh, called. <laughs> I mean, Hunt Sacker. Do you know, know who that is?" And he's like. That's nice. He's fifty. Remember, he's got the dementia starts. He's like, yeah. that name sounds familiar. Vietnam, I think. I feel like I haven't heard that name, Hunt Cacker, in twelve years. Twelve, yeah. When I was in Nam, and then he just stares off in space. He has like a fucking PTSD flashback, but we don't see it. He's he's experiencing it. He comes back too, and he's like, you know, grabbing at the bacon and everything, getting a cup of coffee, and he's just contemplating what's. What's harder? And he's like trying to leave the house. His his youngest daughter's like older brother. I can't remember their names. <laughs> yeah, I don't remember mine. Yeah, you look. I remembered a couple names in this movie, so you, I'm already doing God's work here. Uh, but yeah, he's trying to leave. Youngest daughter, the brother left, and now well, she we doesn't see want to get the to oldest daughter. She's wearing a very racy for 1987 dress. Yep, and he's just like, oh my god, she's gonna be a heartbreaker. She's gonna be a whore. She's gonna be selling her ass on the streets. And this is where we get the first little introduction of that sax whale. <laughs> and, he, and it was like a commercial where it was just like, what is harder, being a detective at 50 or being a dad also at 50? Those are two very hard things. Uh, midlife crisis. So Murta arrives at the scene of the suicide. He believes suicide. We believe it's a suicide. But something is afoot. Yeah. He like they go, hey, this is Amanda Huntlicker, and, <laughs> and he's like, what's that name? That name sounds familiar. Well, he crosses by Dixie first, Dixie the prostitute, and, she, yeah. she, and she's she, like, I saw it all, man. I saw everything, mm-hmm. and he like, I 
slut shames her or something, and then they throw her in the fucking. Yeah, I can't remember again. what it was, but there was, was there was he stuck it to her pretty good, right? And she like gave him the, the finger, and then they hauled her away. Yep. And uh, the one of the cops that's there is just reading off the information. Yep, Amanda Hunt Blicker, <laughs> Hunt Tucker. She, uh, well, she just jumped. She's dead. And uh, her parents are Michael and uh, Claire. Claire. Okay. I actually remember it was Claire. Hunt Licker. And uh, he's like, damn it. And now I have to call Mike because he was going to blow him off because he was just like, I tried to get this guy. You know, sometimes those friends that really aren't friends, you want to get them out of your life, you know, and then Facebook Facebook ruined it for everyone because everybody tried to get out of your life from high school is trying to get back into your life. This is that situation. Yeah, for, yeah, yeah. Acquaintances, as they right. call them. Yeah. And he's like, fuck, I'm going to have to call that guy now because his, his daughter's dead. Yeah, so weird that just this morning he was trying to get a hold of him, and now he has to get a hold of him to tell him his daughter is dead. Hmm. So now we've we've established Roger Murtaugh, salt of the earth cop. Now we get the fucking we got the steak. Now the sizzle, because <laughs> we we you know because we you know, and this I love. There's all these things we establish. What like a lone wolf badass he is. Of course he doesn't have a home. Yeah, he's got a he's got a trailer he's on got the a beach. Trailer on the beach. If he didn't, he'd live on a boat. Yeah, we know that. So, but he's 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 on a cop's wages in '87. So he's got the trailer. That's all right. And it's, it's literally a trailer. It's not even like a mobile home. It's just like a fucking trailer you hook up to a car. I kind of love this because, uh, you know. And did you also notice that there's a lot of family feud in this movie? <laughs> yes, I did. I was going to put in the notes, but I was like, these notes are going to be nine pages long, so I can't put these little details. But, yes, family feud was constantly on. and It was uh, Richard Dawson. Richard Dawson. Oh, so happy. I love it, though, because we're... Cadre Cola! We're comparing, uh, you know, contrasting scenes here. We opened up. We got Murtaugh getting cake, and now the audience is getting some cake. Get some beefcake. <laughs> we see he's like, he's hungover. He's hawking up a loogie, spits it on his fucking floor of his trailer. This guy's a mess. He's, 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 he's the opposite of Murtaugh. He has no one who loves him. He has nothing. He's nope. destitute. He's, he's got, got a, a dog. dog. Got a dog. Yeah. And he's, so he's 31 in the 80s. You know, I'm 34. This is the millennial lifestyle. This is what we all live for. We want to live it like millennials want to live in vans by the beach and have a dog and wake up drunk every morning walk around naked, like free of clothes. Well, I don't want to tell you what I was doing last night, but it was that. Cool. <laughs> and so I think he he's taking a piss. I don't know what he's doing. Like, so, yeah. OK, so he's taking a very silent. Piss. We get to see him wake up and later he lies to uh, Merton, tells him he never sleeps, but he's. Clearly passed out. Well, I well, guess he does if never you, sleeps. He just, he just blacks gets out. out drunk. Yeah. yeah. Okay. Blackout. It's not exactly sleeping because you don't get that Rembrandt sleep or whatever they call it. I forget what it's called when you go into deep sleep. But he wakes up. He's got a gun right next to his head. As always. He's got a cigarette just like dangling out of his mouth. Nine so millimeter just, Beretta. So he. Point out. Yep. He lights up the cigarette and then he gets up. I so like he, that too. You don't see you don't see characters smoking anymore. No, no, you don't. And he's chain smoking throughout this thing. Don't care. I really don't care if we see more smokers. Don't give a shit. Uh, yeah. So we he's getting up and he he just pops up. He's sitting there. Beautiful rock star. You don't need to move. He does not have bed head at all. You do not need to do anything with that hair. That's the only thing that makes sense about his character, like that, you know, because he's just a mess everywhere else, but the rock star hair. Mm-hmm. Kurt Russell, him and Kurt Russell, hair on hair match. That's oh, that's what I want. So he goes, takes a whiz, and he heads off to his because he's a narc cop, narco cop. Mm-hmm. Roger Murtaugh's a homicide cop, and he's got a boss. He's been working this angle at this Christmas tree uh, lot. <laughs> yes, because we pointed out it's Christmas time. 
So he's making a deal. And I want to, if, if you're a fan of this show, if you're actually someone who listens to our tippy taps, you should, rec- you should recognize one of these thugs. Really? It's Blackie Dammit, a.k.a. Anthony Kiedis' dad, we last saw on the Huggy Bear episode of Starsky and Hutch. Okay. He's one of the goons. He's the goon with the long hair and the red flannel. Yep, flannel. And I it, knew when you said Kiedis' dad, I was like, this is that guy. We got, yeah. we got Coke just laid out fucking... Mark, like Riggs is so into into his like undercover work, he's snorting fucking lines off a knife. He's just yeah. like he's like this shit's good. He's numbing it. Did a little shout out to Hair Metal Sean. He numbies Hope it. Hope you're doing well, my friend. And then he's just like, all right, I want I want all this. Dude, you want all this shit? There's like fucking twenty kilos of coke laid out. I, you know, again, if you're a devotee, you know, I'm very curious about the adjectives for coke. And for once in a movie, I got more adjectives. The person says. How is that Coke? Tasty? Smooth? Good? All right. We got a couple in there. It's usually just, is that good shit? (laughs) We got tasty and smooth. This is why he hires Shane Black. He really (laughs) knows how to write Coke. (laughs) Right. And Riggs is like, can you throw a tree in with it? And they're like, buddy, you can take the best one on the lot if you buy all of this shit. Well, yeah. This They're they're thinking he's just going to get a little bag. And he goes, I'll take all of it. (laughs) And I love, love that Mel Gibson hasn't quite broken his accent yet, so his character is kind of like, he kind of goes between in and out of having like a strong accent and a weak accent. And here he had a real strong accent. He's just like, I'll take it all. And they're like, all right, 100. He's like, 100? Fuck yeah. There was like a pound of coke. <laughs> what was happening in 87? Was it that well, easy to get? Well, no, this is, well, this is the joke, Griff, because he's like, all right, here you go. And he's like, 20, 20, 50, 60, 73, 70, 73, hey, 52. no, what is going on here? Shut up. You're messing up my counting. <laughs> 100 grand, asshole. And he's like, fuck, I don't have that kind of money. But you know what I do have? This badge, motherfucker. You're under arrest. And he doesn't bust out his gun or anything. He just drops the badge. And the guy looks up at him, and he's trying to read his eyes. But he's too stupid. And so we've well, got... They're dilated because he's like, go. Yeah, that too. Okay. So we got Riggs just staring back at them. He's ready. He's feeling it. The he adrenaline somebody, and yeah. the coke just <laughs> running through his body right and now. And the self-loathing of wanting to kill himself. He's... 100%. So these guys are just... They're getting ready to do something crazy. But Riggs out-crazies them, slaps his <laughs> face in the old Three Stooges way, boinks. <laughs> he does the eye boink, and he didn't yeah. get blocked, which I can't remember. Are, do you want to see that, or do you want to see someone block it? Because you're always on people's case about the eye blink. Yeah. It's called the eye poke. Eye, eye poke. Blink. Excuse me. I don't remember that. Yeah. Okay. So anyways, we actually get to see the eye gouge happen. He slaps the other guy in the face. He's got him. He's in their head. And by the time they recover, they look back up. Rix has got a gun pulled on him. He's got that nine, nine millimeter Beretta. So it's all it's all good right now, right? No, it's not because there's another thug waiting in the truck right behind Riggs with a shotgun. But Riggs, his, his coke senses are tingling. <laughs> so he leaps out of the way just in time as a guy. And the guy shoots his own friend. Riggs just unloads on that guy. Yeah, Riggs, Riggs shoots the shotgunner from behind. I think he got a second guy, yeah, he gets too. gets the other guy, and then Blackie's the last one. Yep. He's, like, hiding in the trees. And then all the cops come, finally, because they hear all the gunshots. They pull up in a Bronco, which, whew, Bronco in 87. And Riggs is like, he's, he's got, like, a red jacket and a greasy mullet. 
And then this this greasy mall just comes into frame and it puts a gun right to fucking Riggs' head. And you know, we've known Riggs Mm -hmm. does not give a fuck. He's like, shoot this guy. Yep. He's looking around. He sees all all of his backups surrounding him. He's like, all right, guys, shoot him. Yep, right here. He's like poking the guy in the head right there in the forehead. That's He's like, where... you can shoot through my head into his yeah, head. Yeah, please, go ahead. And, and the guy's like, what the fuck, man? What is this? What are you doing, dude? Shoot him. Shoot him. And the guy's so freaked out, he he like loses concentration, and the fucking Riggs headbutts him. Yeah, he, he lowers the gun and fucking gives him a big old junkyard headbutt. It was beautiful. And knocks the dude out, and it was like another... Put another one in the book for Riggs. Yep. Like, Riggs, you're fucking amazing, dude. You're crazy. All right, and we go home with Riggs. It's nighttime. Just happens to be raining. California could use that rain now. <laughs> fucking poor fuckers and all that fire. This is before uh, global warming, Riv. Yeah. We just had the ozone, hole in the ozone layer. It's all we had to worry about. Yeah, now we got to worry about fires that are seen four states over. So Riggs is like, he's just watching the Bugs Bunny Christmas specials he always did in the old days. <laughs> yes. And he's got this picture, a wedding picture of him and his wife. And now we're like, it's all making sense now why he's so damaged. Because something, obviously, she's not there. Mm-hmm. Why isn't she there? Mm-hmm. And then he pulls out the fucking gun, pulls the clip out, pulls the bullet out. And then he's got one, a hollow point bullet. He has a special bullet mm-hmm. for this. Puts it in. Puts This is great acting by Mel. He's very it, intense. This is a very... Again, this movie does such a good job setting up all the characters and everything. I'm not feeling Mel at this point right now in the movie, but, you know... They you get, see, he's shown his vulnerable side to you, dude. Yeah. I mean, all you think he's fucking Don Johnson from Miami Vice at this time. So you're mm-hmm. like, fuck this guy. You're thinking he's Ginty, and you're totally wrong about him. It was a later scene that really maybe maybe sour on him, but obviously we'll get to that. So he puts the gun... First he puts it to his forehead. Yeah. And, like, and then he just... Chickens out. They puts it in his mouth. See, what I didn't like was he's so disheveled, you know. The only thing that's great about him is that beautiful hair. He's got the most perfectly manicured nails I've ever seen. And we've got all the close-ups of his hand acting with the bullet. He's doing some great Drago work there. I, It took me a little out of the scene, but no, Mel, Mel was doing a good job here. Tears are streaming down his fucking face. And oh. then he just... He can't do it. Yeah, throat, head, finally pulls it away, pulls his wife in close, and says, I'll see you later. I'll see you much later! I don't remember him screaming. He did. He did. Okay. (laughs) So, next day at the police headquarters, you know the Chiefs got to chew out somebody. Yeah. And it's Riggs' turn. No, 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 no. He was... Oh, oh, yeah. It is the, the shrink. Yeah. He's like... That Riggs motherfucker. Even though he's a hero cop who's like done millions of fucking like he just, he just stopped a big drug bust earlier the day. He's like that guy's faking it. He just wants the fucking psych pay. Yeah, he wants the psych pay. <laughs> and okay, it's eighty seven, so of course we didn't believe in uh, you know men having uh, mental issues and mental just we're not fatigue and anything. We're not no. allowed to. We have to be. Gotta be strong and silent. We're making me like Riggs right now. Like, he's being sheltered by the world, or isolated by the world, because he's supposed to be this big, tough war, he- war hero and everything. Right. He was in Laos. Yeah. <laughs> so, yeah, she's like, I'm, I'm telling you, this it. man is fucking insane. His wife of 11 years died recently. We don't know how she died. Do we know Car she- accident. Car accident. She was going to get him a sandwich, because he said, bitch, get me a sandwich. 
and he's hurting. This isn't he's not faking. He's like, well, you know what? If he doesn't kill himself, great. If he does, I'm wrong. I don't give a fuck. I got to drop a couple deuces here. And he's like, and he runs into the bathroom. <laughs> yes. Oh, man. That is, uh, there is some kind of symbolism happening there where it's just somebody is trying to tell him what's up. And he's just like, did you read the sign? Men's bathroom. So Not- then we see, we come in, we see Murtaugh. He's in his office. He's going over some paperwork for this Amanda Hunt liquor. Yeah. He, he's, he's got like his lieutenant detective or whatever. Yeah. Someone who helps him out. Yeah, or well, whatever. He, he, this guy's happened to be there. They had the, they had the like, you know, uh, ME report. Yeah. He's like, guess what? This wasn't a suicide. It was a drain cleaner in those pills that she was popping. Drain cleaner? Murtaugh was excited to just have the paper. Like, he already had the paperwork done. He's like, Suicide, and he signed it off. <laughs> right. And now all this new evidence is coming in. He's like, "Fuck, I'm 50. I got to do my job. I'm getting too old for this shit. I'm getting too old for this shit." I did like <laughs> instead of the shit stops here, or the buck stops here, whatever that sign was that yeah. the president had. He's got this shit's or I'm getting too old for this shit. The shit's too old for me. The shit's too old for me. And the guy's like, "Yeah, man, if she didn't jump, she would have died of those fucking Drano fucking pills." So this isn't a suicide, dude. What the this, fuck? Something is afoot. And as he's saying that, Riggs comes in. He looks like he looks like a hobo. Yeah, I think uh, I actually think Samurai Cop was kind of doing a nod to this. I'm sure they were. Yeah. And he's a stand. And he's just as you would as I've done it myself. You're just bored. You start playing with your gun. You just pull it out. Start whipping it around. He's in plain clothes. He's got a hat on. Hair is just messy as fuck. He's looking like a hobo. He's got the fucking. He's got the fucking uh, rogue cowboy boots. Like rogue. Cops got yep. the cowboy boots. You gotta have cowboy boots. And Murtaugh's like, as a normal person, because he's the normal person of the pair. A crazy guy with a gun. Yeah, he is getting briefed on the case, and he's just like staring around everyone, briefing him to notice Murtaugh. He just can't take his eyes off him, and he sees that gun come out, and so he's got to go tackle him now. And I mean, Murtaugh, I gotta say, still got a little bit of agility, but not enough. He gets taken down pretty quick. Riggs pulls a gun on him, and then they they just meet. It's like a meet cute. It like, is a meet cute. He's like, yeah. "Hey, hey, I'm your new partner," and they're like, oh, "He's like, oh, I'm getting too old for this shit." <laughs> so in that last scene, we learned that somebody else was in the room with Amanda. It had to have been. We learned that the other detectives just noticed. It's been two days since he's shaved his beard. And they're just noticing he shaved well, his beard. Well, that's how, like, they don't respect him. Like, he's just, like, an office nerd to them now. Yeah. He's not a real cop anymore. Yeah. Them. So they're just building up this, you know, now that he's 50, no one gives a shit about him. Right. It's ageism, bro. Yeah. I'm it's feeling, ageism. I'm feeling it right now. It's ageism. You're feeling it right now. And so, and it's the worst ism because we all age, bro. <laughs> we all age. <gasps> and so we... We we they we they go to their uh the parking garage to get in their car and we so we got this little exposition we get to learn about these characters they start they start telling each other there's history you know he's like I read up on you Riggs you're yeah. nuts but you're also some kind of war hero is that what I'm hearing yeah and you you've been training in Tai Chi have you ever heard of Siafu Wing have I heard of him I've trained with him Jim Kata you familiar with that. I've been to the island of crazies. I forget what that island was called. It was not an island. It was a... Peninsula? Like a town of crazies. <laughs> or 
and there they do a little uh, gun barrel measuring. Like he's like, let me see that hand cannon you got there, Riggs. He's yeah. like, nine millimeter Beretta. He's like, oh really? I got the old Smith and Wesson. He's like, yeah, old guys use that gun. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. And I love this because Murtaugh, he's quick to compliment. He's like, boy, you're a real lethal weapon. I like that. They don't do that enough in movies. We Just throw out the title. We don't have people like going, we're a, we're practically a Suicide Squad. They don't do that. They anymore. didn't do that in Suicide no, movie. I figured James Gunn would throw that in there every five minutes. God, people really love that James Gunn. So Murtaugh's like, like the Riggs is like, look, I know I'm your fucking part. They kick me off Narco Squad because I'm crazy, and they think I'm uh, they think either I'm crazy or I'm faking. Either way, I'm fucked. Yeah, let's just make the best of this shit. Work. You could. I'm surprised he didn't say Murtaugh was going to retire in two weeks. Yeah, I'm surprised. That, but yeah. they're like, we'll just make the best of it. No, they're both like, I don't want to fucking look at you. Good, I don't want to fucking look at you. The only reason why you're here is because God fucking hates me. And then. It, Fucking Mer- uh, Riggs, Riggs looks at him intensely. Would you hate him back? Works for me. And they lights up the cigarette. <laughs> oh, now we right. got to see our villains. We got to establish our heroes. This I is like perfect. Uh, this perfect is, action movie. We got this heroes established. Yes, yes. This is just it's so well put together. I'm liking half the characters. I'm going along for the ride on Riggs right now. I'm not sure how I feel about him. But anyways, villains. And if you're gonna give me a villain. You're going to give me some Gary fucking Busey. Oh, my God. Slicked back, blonde hair. Ugh. Love it. I, didn't, I don't think he had the huge teeth yet, though. No, his teeth have always been huge. Oh, okay. Because I don't remember him smiling. He never really smiles. He, well, he makes... He, no, he, he displays those fucking chiclets when he's burning his arm, like, in the, in the, two minutes later. God, I don't remember this at all. He's like... Ugh. And it's, like, really creeping me out. So we get this... Dude, I don't remember this guy's name, but he's been he was in a lot of 80s action movies. And his name is Mendez. And he is dealing with the general. Mr. Joshua works for the general. And he we don't know what, but we're assuming it's drugs. Oh yeah. Oh yeah. So he's like The General will see you in a moment. And we're in like a club. Yeah, we go through an abandoned factory into the back where there is a music venue club. Right. Very nice. Very nice touch. And we meet the general and this guy's I don't know why Mendez, he, is he fucking high? Because he's, like, totally paranoid. I would be totally the opposite if I'm like, wow, this is a great, like, operation you got going. You got these disciplined soldiers. Yes. Like, he's like, what the fuck? You got mercenaries working for you? You don't have regular crackheads like every other drug dealer does? <laughs> you know, I'd be like, wow, I like this operation. But he's not. He's not used to it. He's a fish out of water. We have not heard any reason for this man to be freaking out. So we, ha- we have to assume he's high or something. Because, yeah, this is a tight ship operation. And to prove how tight this ship is, the general goes, Mr. Joshua, come here. And he goes to Mendez, do you smoke? Uh, yeah. Well, no, he's like, what the fuck? Of course, I, of course I fucking smoke. It's 1987. We all smoke. Let me see your lighter. What, 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 the, what the fuck? What do you want my lighter for? Give me your lighter. So he doesn't even hand it to him. He holds it out, and General, like, gets him in an arm bar. So he has to hold, like, he's holding the light. Mendez is right. still holding the lighter, and he lights it up. He's, of course, got it to crack setting. So it's like. And, of course, remember, I love how, you know, nobody uses disposable lighters in movies. Everyone has a fucking Zippo. Everybody has a fucking Zippo in movies and TV. Nobody ever uses a disposable lighter. That takes me out of it, Griff. But wasn't this a disposable? I don't think it was. I'm pretty sure it was. That's okay. what I saw. Okay. Okay. So, yeah, we we got the lighter. If all. it is, then kudos. Yeah, we got the crack flame going. Mr. Joshua, 
Roll your, up your arm, please. Roll up your sleeve. Give me the arm. And then he just puts his arm right over the flame. And that's where we see those tombstone teeth. They just zoom in on him. I can't believe you didn't see it. It's like, I don't like, remember. I was just, too busy staring at the lighter. And he's just taking that fucking burn. And the guy's like, you're fucking crazy, man. But I still will meet you up for that drug deal. You know? Yeah. <laughs> I, oh, man. I have no clue. So Are now we, we know we're working with some, against some crazy-ass motherfuckers. They're mercenaries, but they're crazy. Yeah, and some high crazy chicken shit type drug dealers. All right, so we're going back. We got we got Murtaugh, and he's meeting with his old non pale Mike. This was Mike uh, Cuntlicker. Cuntlicker, of course. <laughs> he's there at his his job, the bank. Yes, the bank, of course. And uh, you know, he's just he he's leaned in close. You could see all the traffic in the background. He's got that nice corner office. Rigs in the back smoking, give him space. Yep, yep. He's just walking he's around the, their boundaries. Walk around the bank smoking a cigarette. Could do that back then. Yeah, exactly. It's weird to see. And uh yeah. Mike gets up and he looks out the window. I just wanted you to maybe help her get out. Get out get out of what? Drugs, pornography. Bitcoin, <laughs> all the horrible things, you know, all the things that all teenage kids get up to: porn, drugs, Bitcoin. Uh, what's the other thing? That's fu- I can't remember. Arson. She's just doing it all, and he's like, "Mike, what the what? what why me? I, I haven't seen you in twelve years. Why? I don't know. I just thought you were a cop. I think yeah. you, could, you could do something. You could see. You could scare her straight. Yeah, you got like that qualified immunity. I figured you could just go like murder some people. I mean, I just want." I want blood. I want you to rip her fucking heart. <laughs> and right when Mar- Riggs here says he perks up, he's like, "Let me say, rip someone's heart out." Yeah, I can do that. I can do that. And then he just he screams it in the bank. Like everyone's like, "What?" It, you know? Yeah, I'll just... I'll open a checking account with that <laughs> man over there. I want the and he's like, "I can't do that. I'm a cop." Yeah. And then they leave, and they go. But he does say to him, "Murtaugh, you." Owe me one, right? Mm. So now we get a nice. There, guess that the hot dog stand, you know? Yeah. Get well, nice. like you said, Riggs is the salt of the. Wait, no, you said Murtaugh is salt of the earth, <laughs> but Riggs got to put some salt of the earth in his chest, in his heart, his arteries. Because he doesn't care. This is a slow form of suicide. It is the slowest yeah, all form he does of suicide. Is he eats yeah. Hot dogs for every meal. Yeah. And if you're you're eagle-eyed like we are, mm-hmm. you can notice that there on the marquee in the back it says Lost Boys coming soon. The movie came out later that year. Interesting. Which was a was which is another Joel Silver uh, production. And a little uh Easter egg for the fans. And he's like, "Hey, uh, what was up with it? He owed him something." He's like, "Well, yeah, he, he saved my life in Nam. You know, he took a bayonet to the lung. Wow, yeah. great fucking friend. I, yeah, I think so too. You know." And uh, this is where we get our first little intro into this whole ongoing bit. You want me to drive? I could drive. It was perfect. That was perfect. Don't even look down. That was perfect. I, I just want to apologize to our Portland, friend, our Portland friend for that. Um. They get in the car. He's like, "Hey, what's what's our call sign?" Or one Adam, yeah, one Adam twelve. They're getting that. chirped, and it's like possible suicide. I don't know why they'd be calling homicide cops in for later on. You'd call them in. Well, not yeah. even that because it wouldn't be a homicide. Yeah, I was gonna say for, for a suicide. <laughs> well, that's what they always call in Colombo for is suicide. <laughs> and then he shows up. He goes, "This wasn't a suicide." <laughs> exactly, because he's like, "There's Drano in these pills." <laughs> oh, Colombo will show up. Be like, "Is that a cigar?" And the ashtray? Yeah. This isn't a suicide. 
So, well, so unfortunately, Murtaugh and Riggs aren't as astute as Columbo. Oh, so I wish. So they oh. show up, and Riggs is like, hey, I got experience in this. Let me talk this fucking idiot down. Well, the psychiatrist is stuck in traffic. Why not? <laughs> and he's like, can you do it? Yeah. All right. He trusts him. He's like, you go ahead and do it. Yeah. Murtaugh establishes he doesn't trust him a moment later, but he's like, yeah, go on up there. It's just some it's just some white guy. I don't give a shit if he dies. So Riggs goes up there, and at first he plays it cool like you would do. He's like, hey, man, you know. He's like, don't, don't go anywhere near me. This guy, I wanted this guy to fucking jump. This guy was annoying the shit out of me. You know who I thought it was immediately? Uh, Freddie Flakes from Death Wish 5. <laughs> I did not think. I thought, because he had like the black curly hair, but then when they got in on his face, it's like, that's not Freddie Flakes. And he's like, "Look, man, I'm afraid of heights too. I just want to talk to you. I'm gonna come out. I'm gonna come on the ledge, all right? I'm not gonna don't don't touch me. Mm. I'll go on Facebook and tell everybody about this." And he's just <laughs> like, "Look, just chill. Look, you, you want a cigarette? Here, that's a smoke, man. We'll kill ourselves slowly." Yeah. And he's like, "Hot dog." Pulls a hot dog out of his fucking pocket. And it's like, smart. It's fun how that. Goes, oh, I'll have one of those hot dogs. It's got mustard on it. <laughs> Fuck yeah, it does. Yay! <laughs> And then he puts his hand out. He's just about to grab for that, that meaty dog. <laughs> fucking Riggs snaps the fucking handcuffs on and then puts them on him and then throws the key off the fucking building. He's like, now you're going to jump now, motherfucker? Come on, let's go in. No, 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 I'm going to kill myself. And then he just goes, and this is, he just says, anybody's, because everybody I think that one time in their life had this friend in their life, or not even a real friend, this annoying person in their life who does pulls this shit on them. Yeah. You're just, this is what you want to say. He's like, yeah. do you really want to die? Yeah. Well, let's fucking do it. And then he just leaps off the fucking building. Fucking amazing. And then, so it, thankfully, they got an airbag. Like, in two seconds, they inflated a gigantic airbag. I mean, we get shots of uh, Murtaugh on the ground, and he's just like, he's turning white. He's so fucking just like, I, I, well, I just lost my pension because my partner is up here murdering somebody. Man, I remember when I was in like the second or third grade, I fucked up. I got like a I got like a bad grade and my mom was like, You're gonna write me a letter apologizing for <laughs> you know, your your bad behavior in school or something. So I wrote her a letter and I put in it <laughs> I wish I had you to write the letter for me about the people who died in the challenger. <laughs> you wish. But in this letter I'm sure I sure was as sincere as mine. I was like, I feel so bad, I wanna kill myself. And my mom was like Whoa! <laughs> What's wrong with you, you fucking weirdo? She's like, no, do not use that kind of language. <laughs> well, we know you didn't mean it. You're so insincere. We all know. That. I've been watching too many uh, fucking uh, John Claw movies. You know, everyone talks about killing themselves. So he's like, he feels alive. Like, whoa, that was great, man. Then Merch is like, come in here. And he's like, this, this is this abandoned fucking building they go into. Yeah, I thought it was the '80s. I thought everything was booming in the '80s. Why is this an abandoned not. building? And he's like, what the fuck was that? And then he does the classic fucking hero cop. I get shit done. Yeah. And he's like, you fucking, you, 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 you really want to kill yourself, don't you? I'm fucking doing it. What do you want to hear, man? That I want to fucking put a fucking bullet. I got a hollow point bullet. Special. Blow the fucking back of my head out. He's like, mm. and he calls his bluff. Murtaugh calls his bluff. He's not believing him right yeah. now. He's like, you want that psych pay, that sweet psych pay. Psych pay. We've been hearing that from the psychologist back in the office. Well, actually, the chief. Uh, but yeah, they're playing it up. He just wants that psych pay. So Murtaugh's like, I know just what to do. I'm. By the way, eyes. The eye acting in this scene. Mel's hair just going nuts. Oh, it's so good. The energy in this room here. So Murtaugh pulls out his, his old grandpa gun and hands it to him. 
and pulls back, you know, pulls back the hammer to get it ready. And he says, here, do it right now. Do it in front of me. You want to see me do it? You want to see me do it? And he puts it under his chin. Or no, he pointed it, it, it at his ear. And he says, don't do it that way. I don't want you to fucking just like accidentally not kill yourself or whatever. Put it under your chin. Kill yourself. All right. All right. And he does it. And then he's just about. And then he sees he's going to really do it. Oh, my and, like, God. Murtaugh puts his finger and like, and like it pinches like on the hammer. I love the director in the scene. Enhance. Enhance. We're just seeing <laughs> bullets of sweat just drip in. The close up on the gun. And then finally, Murtaugh's uh, thumb goes right in between the hammer and the, and the bullet right before it goes off. Oh, and then he's great like, holy timing. fucking shit. You are crazy. You're you're not after psych pay. And you're, then, you're there's something in your brain. And then Riggs just goes, "I'm hungry." <laughs> and then walks out because that guy grabbed his hand, his hot dog, and then dropped it when they jumped. Right. <laughs> so Mert drives him up to a high, like a highway uh, bridge, and steps out and to make a call, <laughs> yeah. just very discreetly over an interpass. According to IMDb, the first time a mobile phone was ever shown in a movie. Interesting. And it's a big, giant, like fucking brick phone with like a goddamn Kinjatashi case connected yep. to it. And he's talking to the shrink. Because remember, she's still caught. In, it's L.A. She's caught in traffic. Yeah, she's still caught in traffic. And she's like, no, he really is fucked up. You know, he's hurting. His fucking yeah. wife died. He's He needs to talk to her about it. And she's reporting back like, uh, yeah, he might just have a death wish. And uh, you know what that means? One of these days with you, he's going to explode. <laughs> and you're going to be caught in the crossfire. And then he just. Wish hang- there was more I could do for you. He hangs up and goes, I'm getting too old for this I'm shit. All right. So we got the only lead we got, Griff, is a man is sugar daddy. I want to point out Mel Gibson back of the car eating another. Uh, he's got a cheeseburger and a bag of fries now. You want me to drive? And <laughs> no, like, you're crazy. I don't want you to drive. <laughs> so we got one lead. It's Amanda Cuntlicker's sugar daddy. We don't know his name. We know he's her sugar daddy. Yeah. So it's in Beverly Hills. So they drive out to Beverly Hills, and we're getting a little. The first little fronds of a friendship forming here, because Murtaugh... The fronds of a friendship? <laughs> yes. Fronds of a friendship. <laughs> Something Fronds, wrong. fuck, fronds, <laughs> fuck. You don't like that alliterative term I, I just used know. there? I don't know what even mean, the fronds? Frond is like on a... When you're talking about a fern, <laughs> the little branch, that's a frond. A frond. I was using beautiful... Oh, I thought you said fronds, like Hans and Franz. Oh, sure. Pump you up. <laughs> Oh, that's what I thought you said. I think I think that's what everyone thinks you said. You probably said that. I probably did. They're getting a frond. Okay, that makes perfect sense. <laughs> a frond of friendship. I was trying to gloss this up a little bit. We make a great production here and use very creative phrases. But we're getting the first little bits of friendship forming. There, I'll dumb it down. Because <laughs> Murtaugh's driving. She's like, I don't know what the fuck to do. He's going to blow up all over me. He's going to fuck. He's over here eating french fries in my car. I don't like people eating french fries in my car. Hey, sorry. Didn't know it was your birthday today. Birthday yesterday. Thank you, though. Well, if we make it through the day, get you a present. So they're trying, like, yeah, the ice is melting. Yeah, they both have kind of like a, like, not quite a diabolic laugh, but an evil laugh, kind of maniacal (laughs) laugh together. So they head up into Beverly Hills to the Sugar Daddy's place, and lo and behold... 
I guess if you're invited in, you don't need a warrant. It's vampire rules. <laughs> exactly. So Riggs is like, do we have a warrant? He's like, Riggs. Riggs is asking <laughs> that. Like, you think well, he, like, he knows he's going to kill some people. So he's like, we just got to have a warrant. Yeah, you know? okay. <laughs> so he's just like, we, do we need a warrant? It's like, this. What, then the gate just opens as they're driving up, and a woman comes out and goes, hey, guys, come on in. The party's starting. Fucking war- coach warming up in the back. <laughs> and like you said, vampire rules. So they're like, they invite us in. We can do whatever the fuck we want. And Murtaugh explains those are the rules, not Riggs, who we don't believe. Riggs know the rules, let alone play by them. Exactly. He never bothered to learn the, ru- <laughs> learn the rules. So if they- Well, he even says in the first drug bust, he's like, and this would have ruined the whole case. He's like, I'll tell you your rights, but you guys probably know your rights. Yes, I know. Which, which yeah, would get right. thrown out of fucking, you know, but yeah. Right. He doesn't know the rules. All right. That's a deflection, by the way. So they're walking in. They're realizing this place is the real deal. They're doing a griff move. They're going through. They're flipping through all the fronds. <laughs> not fronds. Fronds. They're looking through the plants because they're not inside. They'd be looking at CDs inside. But they're going through the back, and they're just walking through, and then there's this they see the pool there. It's beautiful. And then they look over to the right, and there's this big glass <laughs> room. And again, this is another Dave Lynch thing to do. Just women in lingerie loading up uh, yeah. bags of Coke. One girl had amazing, sexy 80s big hair. I was digging the chick in the black. Oh, yeah. And they're like, hey, guys, like you know, want some? Uh, yeah, no, they're not used to cops coming <laughs> in. And Murtaugh, by the way, has... You know, uh, pull this jacket back to reveal his gun and his badge, and they're just, like, waving, cokes falling out of their face. And then, as just as they're about to, like, bust these chicks, the dude with the fucking uh, blow-up doll from Hard Ticket to Hawaii <laughs> just happens to be, like, by the pool with a shotgun. Damn. No blow-up doll this time. And he starts firing at them. And Murtaugh shoots him in the leg like a real cop should do. Mm-hmm. And he's like, see? I shot him in the leg. Now we can question him. You would have just shot him straight in the head. And he's like, yeah, because I'm the greatest fucking, you know, shooter in the world. Of course I would. I can shoot a guy from a thousand miles away. Right. Only eight guys could do that. And so they go up. They, like, what What was this guy coked up? I don't know why he was acting so weird. Because <laughs> Murtaugh is walking up to him, telling him, put your hands where I could see them. Riggs is over in the background handcuffing the women, not grabbing their cakes, not taking advantage of the situation, just handcuffing them to a palm tree. And he comes over, and Murtaugh's like, you know what would make me real happy? Look, at, Notice this man is alive right now because I shot him in the leg. We can now interrogate him. We can Wait, interrogate? Yeah. Yeah. And we can get information out of him because he's alive. So make me even happier. Get him up. Read him his rights. I'm going to go over here and just be happy. I'm just going to be happy. Unfortunately, he doesn't know. We know, because I just explained it. Martin doesn't know what the fucking rights are. <laughs> so, and uh, this guy doesn't even care because he's got another gun. And he's just about to shoot Murtaugh. And Riggs just unloads his fucking whole clip into this guy. Guy falls into a pool that just happens to have a cover on it. Like this fucking... I don't know. It was like a piece of sheet of plastic. It was really weird. You would never use a cover like that. No. I guess if you're trying to warm. No, you even use like a. Uh, yeah, it maybe d- like none of this pool cover technology in 87 wasn't as sophisticated. This, this was the director adding his own little touch to it because they had the yellow strips just to alert the audience. Like, here's the thing. Notice this. And the guy falls in it, and it doesn't matter. I'm, I'm assuming he's dead. He just had 20 bullets shoot out in his chest. He did get shot a lot. <laughs> And one in the leg, too. And he, he started bleeding like a, two minutes later. Do you notice that? Yes. They, they jump in and try to save him, even though he's wrapped up in plastic. Yes. And we see the guy's face. He's obviously dead. And then blood starts pouring out of him like two minutes later. Yeah. 
and they pull <laughs> they pull his body up out out of the, the water, and uh, did you notice that Riggs he took time to take his cowboy boots off? Yes, I did because he's wearing some fucking sweat socks. Yes, I did. I was kind of that was I was kind of like, ooh, I don't know if I like this character. Now he's wearing, you know what happened? <laughs> people with sweat socks. What yeah. they're up to? The tube sock, uh, yeah. you know, people hmm, not yeah. good people. So they're pulling themselves out of the pool. Murtaugh, of course, just is like, does everybody near you die? I haven't killed you yet. Great fucking line. (laughs) So they make themselves at home. Riggs starts watching football on the big screen TV, which for 1987 was a big screen TV, which is like a small screen TV now. Where were they for this? They were at the house, the Beverly Hills house. They were using the dryer to dry their clothes. That's what they were doing? Yes. Mike, I was so confused. Yeah, where are they? It was a little confusing. At first, I thought they were at Murtaugh's place, but no, they were at the the Beverly Hills place. I thought they were, but then they drive over to Murtaugh's place. So I was very confused. So it's a crime scene. So they're doing, like, he's watching football. And then, like, Murtaugh's like, look, I want it. He's like, get the fuck out of the way. I'm watching a football game. I'm watching the L.A. Rams. I'm watching the L.A. Raiders. This is how old this fucking thing <laughs> And he's like, I just want to say thanks, you know. That, was that a Bo Jackson year? It, yeah, it was. Kind of, I think yeah. Bo Jackson was playing back then. And so, like, what we see, the ice is starting to melt a little more. Like, they're getting a mutual respect for each other. Right. So now he's like, I want you to come over to my house and have dinner with my family. You're my new partner. Clearly, we've made it out of two, maybe one or two. I can't remember. Is this day two? This is day two. This is day two. We've made it two days now. Come meet my family. Come over to my house. Learn about everything <laughs> I'm all about. So they come over. Uh, the Rihanna, that's the name of the girl, the uh, oldest daughter. Yeah. She she loves, she, she's got the... Rianne. Rianne. Rianne, not Rihanna. Rihanna. She's got, She's got reverse jungle fever. She likes white boys. That's her thing. So well, they're growing up in a white suburb. So she sees that rock star hair. She's immediately drawn. Ooh, and she likes them older, too. Right. Because I'm, I'm guessing she's supposed to be 17 or 18. And, yeah, yeah. he's got 14 years on her. She's she's digging yeah, it. She's hot to trot. Yeah. And she's liking what she's seeing. And we meet the wife. And we get a little thing. He's like, my wife. He's like, what you cooking, honey? He's like. She's like, pot roast. He's like, well, there's, do you like some pot roast-like substance? Yes. Opens the oven. He go. He just uses his fingers, a thermometer. He's like, yeah, it's <laughs> sticky and brown. It's not good, yeah, though. It, it's, it's shit. <laughs> it's shit. And Martin's like, yeah, sure, you've got a great family. So then we see him around the table. And this it, is... He was still a little nervous. Riggs was yes, still... He was just, yeah. Uh, yeah, I'll, I'll stick around. Yeah. I wasn't sure if he was, like, going to be on Dateline in a, you know, in a... <laughs> A day or two, because wait, Dateline. What was the what was the Chris Henson show? I think it was Dateline. Was it Dateline? To catch a predator is what I was going. Oh, for. I think it was on Dateline though. Oh, okay, the, okay. The story was yeah. And so we see uh, Rianne. She's just like hearts floating around her head, staring at. Martin. We're, all, we're we're sitting at the dinner table. Yeah, now. And, we're, and they're just talking about what their day was. Yeah, we murdered a couple people. Uh, I think Mom pointed out first, like look at your food while you eat it. Don't stare to the honky's eyes or something. <laughs> <laughs> Don't stare to Anki's ass. <laughs> and he's like, he can pick up on it. He's a little flattered, but he, he's a kid. He's he's, not, he, again, you know, yeah, uh, just laughing a little nervously, yeah. just like trying to fit in here. It's been a while since he, he's had to put on the you know mask here. Because right. he's, 
He's used to just being a crazy man all day, fighting cops, which he loves his job. He admits that. Is he putting on a mask? Are we? I think we're finally seeing the real Martin Riggs. Like, the mask is the insanity to keep people away from him. Interesting. You see, right. as we break him down a little more, he becomes a little more interesting. Right. It's true. I thought I thought this might happen during this episode. So, and as as we know, anybody who has, well, I don't know, I've never, I've, I'm the little brother. You're but little when brother. you have little brother sisters, when they see a weakness, they got to exploit it. And it's the 80s, so, guys... <laughs> Have some beatboxing. Fool me. <laughs> My name is Carrie. I'm no fairy. My sister's Sherry. She's in love with this guy named Mike. Carrie! Oh. Nicholas. Yeah, Dad, why don't you try it? You know, it was good. Yeah, there you go. <laughs> I'm going to find a father because my name is Roger. And I need to be Maja and a sequel and a hot and a who the hot and hot. You need some help. I am. <laughs> this is good shit. Yeah. I, and again. since it is, the girl is only like five, I'll let her get away with her homophobic slur. <laughs> <laughs> Where did she pick up that language? Was it was it the Sesame Street? We can't judge this. It was, it was Goonies, I think, had the F-bomb a million times in it. So we yeah. cannot judge. Yeah. It's okay. You know, she made an error. She'll learn right. about it later in life. She'll fix herself. <laughs> or we'll, it, or we'll destroy her. I, I, I actually she, looked to see if she had a Facebook or a, or a Twitter, and I, <laughs> I said, kill this woman, who's now like 40 years old. You know? You're canceled. <laughs> you said you said a slur when you were five in Lethal Weapon. In a role, like, you didn't even write the lines, but you still. You were just doing your job. <laughs> oh, it... But, love, and then I love how they, like, like... The the dessert is just like they pull some shit out of the fucking freezer here. Like, like. <laughs> yes, it's frozen. <laughs> and Rianne goes up to uh, uh, Riggs. Would you like a tart, Mister Riggs? And just like flings a frozen pot pie at him because that's that's what it looks like. Yeah, it was. It was like frozen. He's like, yeah, sounds great. And then uh, Murtaugh's like, hey man, let me check out. I'm a. You can you can tell what a middle class dad I am. I got a boat now. Let me let me show you my boat. Oh, this is so good. And he got Trish, his wife, walking out the trash. Thanks for taking out the trash, Sarge. Because she calls him Sarge. Right. God, just the chemistry of this family is so good. And like we can see that Murtaugh doesn't know fuck all about boats. He's fucking. He's Chief Brody. He knows nothing about boats. Loved it. I love that callback. And though. so much, so Riggs fucks with him and turns the boat on while he's like fucking with the engine. Oh, they they were having all kinds of fun. I, I was I was kind of weirded out by Murtaugh here because he seems nervous or something. Like I, I don't know, he was doing some weird shit, and he he's like, uh, so how do you how do you sail this thing? It's not a sailboat. So there's motor on it. Oh yeah. yeah, yeah. There's like Norm McDonald jokes happening in here. And then Rianne comes out and she's like, Dad, can I go see uh what's Jimmy? No, what's a super white kid name? Like Austin Ooh. or some shit like that. I mean, that. if we want to go today, Aiden. <laughs> okay. I want to see Aiden. He's like, What? You mean the blonde haired boy with the, the holes in his face, pits in his face? Uh they're dimples. I can see all the way through that motherfucker's head. <laughs> the pits. You are grounded anyways. And she's like and then we get a nice. This is very of the time of now, where she's like, "Why?" Because I was smoking. Weed. She's like, she was smoking like because Briggs is like, well, "What's going on?" She, she was smoking weed in the house, and she's like, "Well, what's wrong with that? You can drink your fucking beer. Yeah, I can't smoke a little uh, fucking herb." And Murtaugh breaks it out. He says, "Hey, it's not my rule. <laughs> Alcohol is legal. Weed is illegal." 
And she's like, well, that ain't right. And then Riggs goes, yeah, it's not right. And Rianne, like she's hypnotized, goes, yeah, it's not right. And she just, starry-eyed, just turns around and walks back in the house. And she's mumbling something like, I'll get a fucking beer then. Right. <laughs> and then uh, Mark, I, this is another 86. Martin's drunk as fuck. I got to go drive home drunk. <laughs> He's like, Cause I'm a cop. I can get away with it. I love this. They're getting off the boat, and they had talked a little bit about the case. Murtaugh is still just trying to sweep this one under the rug, and he's like, it's not adding up. So they get off the boat. All right, did we get anywhere tonight? What did we What did we learn tonight? And Riggs is just like, your wife can't cook. Your daughter smokes grass in the house. And, oh, he dug on him. You don't know shit about boats or right. something like that. Yeah, because Riggs is like, it's too easy. This this case we're doing. it's it's Because he thinks the case closed. They killed the sugar daddy, so it's over with. Oh, sugar yeah. daddy drug. They think the sugar daddy drugged her. Right, okay, okay. And like, Riggs is like, no, it's too clean. It's not. And then, yeah, and then he's like, then he, Martin's got to give a little backstory about himself. He's like, you know something? One thing I've ever been good at is killing people. Yeah. I I worked for uh, the CIA in Nam. Because I think this 14 is, years old. Was this before he asked if he trusts? I think it was after he asked if... Riggs is getting in his truck, and he says, Mur- Murtaugh, you trust me? It's like, not a chance. <laughs> Unless, if you make it through tomorrow without killing anybody... Then then we'll right. start talking. And then, yeah, yeah Riggs... And he's like, killing people is the only thing I was ever good at. I do it real good, you know. Do what? When I was 19, I did a guy in Laos from a thousand yards out. A rifle shot in high wind. Maybe eight or even ten guys in the world could have made that shot. It's the only thing I was ever good at. He goes on this little monologue. He's like, I shot a guy from 10 miles away. No Only one. six or seven yeah. people on the planet could do that. This is where I was like. And none of them have rock star hair like me. This is where I was starting to kind of come around on Riggs, but then he fucking just fucking put a bullet in that opportunity for me. Well, Griff, this is exposition. This is setting us up for later on. Though. I, he has to say this. I realized that later. Because, again, this was my first time watching the movie. So I heard that, and I was like, this motherfucker doesn't know. Murtaugh- if you watch this movie, everything falls into place. Every really, little detail It really does. This movie, Even the kid with pits in his face. It is a perfect shuffle of the deck. <laughs> everything fits together so well. But when I was watching this for the first time, I was just like, Mel Gibson is just in here playing his best cigar. I was in the Sensei Squad, and I uh, saved Alaska, fought Russia. Like... He's just annoying the fuck out of me. I and then, well, then to earn Murtaugh's trust, Murtaugh goes, "You really like my wife's cooking?" The total what? slow burn. He's just like the comedic timing <laughs> on this, which would have been ruined uh, in today's uh, movie world. They're four-hour-long movies, but they still would have sped up this joke and ruined the timing of it. Because holy shit, is this? The look on Danny Glover's face is so amazing. His eyes are huge. Do you really like my wife's? Oh, and then like two, a puppy. Two minutes and 32 seconds pass. And then he goes, no. And the most beautiful Mel Gibson, <laughs> he's got a little smile too. Like he's a little cute, mischievous asshole. No. 
It's so good. Hops in his car, drunk as fuck, and just drives home. And his wife died in like a drunk driving accident. Yeah. (laughs) But he doesn't care. He's crazy. Got a death wish. So now all the kids and mom's gone to bed. Murtaugh's got to get some work. He's, he notices uh, for, it's like two days later and he still hasn't opened his birthday presents. Apparently. Or their new birthday presents or something. <laughs> it's like fucking Hanukkah. They got like, you know, 12 <laughs> days. days yeah. yeah, I like it. And he sees the present and it's like a little like plastic cop gun. Like, shit. Oh, that's cute. They like, probably give him that every year. Right. It's probably the same present but every year. But he's got dementia. So he doesn't <laughs> yeah. remember and then he sees a package that says police evidence. He's like, huh, what's this? Why is this shipped to my house? <laughs> I don't know why there was a yearbook in there, but he has a yearbook and a video cassette. I guess it was just to put the face and name to what he was about to watch. Okay. So, uh, man, this guy's bold because he goes to the living room TV. <laughs> well, that's all you had back then. I know. I was yeah. thinking about that, that as I said There's only one it. VCR in the whole house. Right. Okay? And he doesn't know how to take it apart because it's really hard to match the red, white, and yellow <laughs> right. to the red, white, and yellow. It's a top loader. It's a big dude. Right? <laughs> it's very it probably good. weighs 50 pounds on top of it. <laughs> so he's going to sit down. He's got his nice warm milk. He's got the yearbook. He's like, why am I, what's with this yearbook? And, well, uh, it says Amanda and Friends on the, the video. So. Oh, and so he's put it together. Amanda it must be a Amanda Cuntlicker. <laughs> How did she know? Okay, with the and name. And that's amazing because her porn star name was Amanda Hunsacker. That was the crazy part <laughs> of it. I mean, if you grew up with the name Cuntlicker, you're going to be in porn. Right. It's, it's, it's destiny, it's, yeah, it's you know? Fate. <laughs> so he puts the tape on, and lo and behold, it's, it's, we, as we learned from Mike earlier, Mike, Mike Cuntlicker, <laughs> she got into porno. Yes. And not really porn. They're just, it's just some good, clean fun. Oh, no. This is uh, they're reimbur- uh, reimbursing. They're re, uh, Enacting? reenacting the Tango and Cash shower scene. <laughs> there was a lot of wasting of water. I recognize scene. that shower. It's 4,000 heads along. Every one of them's turned on. The steam's You know everywhere. the reason why all the viaducts are always empty in L.A. when you see the scenes of people driving down it? Because of these shower scenes. It's because of these shower scenes. They're reusing all that water. Just for a steamy, little, like, softcore pornography scene. Right. And he notices Amanda. Yes. He really knows. He puts on his glasses for the first time in this <laughs> right. movie to and notice he it. he rubs one out and falls asleep. <laughs> and then, More milk and a jerk session, next, man. Next day, he's in bed, and we see like this like, a can holding a mug of coffee, putting it underneath his nose. Like, hey. Hey. Hey, Roger. We got to go catch bad guys. Come on. Get up. Well, what the fuck? He's like, back, bag us. Remember that, that, that hooker, Dixie? She's got to know something about that. Well, uh, I was watching porn. I, that sounds great, but we got to go. <laughs> Come on, get up. Well, give me that coffee. Get the fuck out of my room. Get out of my room. Oh, so good. So they don't go straight over to Dixie's. They don't. They don't. I don't know why not, but instead they're going to go. go range. I love this fucking scene. This though. scene is amazing. Because I could totally see if you and me were trying to solve a murder. This would be our dialogue. <laughs> because I love the part where they're like, he's like, okay, so maybe Dixie was the one that gave her the drugs. Yes. Because they know someone else was in the apartment with uh, Amanda. Right. And she was just lying about that stuff. So what happens is she thought she was going to drug her. And she was going to die of the pills, but then she killed herself because she yeah. was so ashamed of her porno past. Right. And then, <laughs> this is the part I love. He goes, and then Dixie, like, she sees the suicide, and she goes, shit. And then Rick goes, yes, she literally says, shit. shit. Yes. And then, and then says, I got to say, I saw this so I can, like, you know, people won't know I was involved. Right. 
and then as they're doing it, they're shooting like you know at the practice range, and we see uh, fucking they both come back. They're like targets. Murtaz is respectable for fifty year old. He gets yeah. a couple heart shots. Martin's like fucking got his name spelled out like on the heart and the head. And then Martin, Murtaz, did you mean Riggs? Yeah, Martin Riggs. Oh, his name. name is Martin Riggs. <laughs> yeah. Oh man, I never knew his. First and name. then Riggs is like, Mart Murtaz's feeling a little like he like like small. So he's like, let yeah. me, let me show you something. They they they're done putting all their like puzzle pieces together right. about how Dixie could have been involved with the Amanda, and they're really starting to come up with this idea that it in fact is not a uh, suicide. Right. And now we need to compare dicks. I mean guns. Right. I mean gunshots. Accuracy. Yes. Accuracy. So Roger, he puts a target about ten feet away from himself, <laughs> and then he like takes a lot of fucking time, like fucking like he's yeah he's doing his breathing exercises, <laughs> he's, he's doing stretching, he's getting his wrists ready, he's stretching the hamstrings. Mm-hmm. I don't know why because he's shooting a gun. Takes a bit of uh, a little bump of coke because it helps steady his nerves. Puts a little fucking lip balm on. I don't know why, but then he. It's like fucking watching uh, somebody sh- take five hours to shoot a free throw. He's just holding that gun up there. <laughs> Boom! And he's like, watch this. It's 10 feet away. We can all see where he shot. Yeah. Dead center right in the head. He did it. He got it. And then uh, Martin's like, okay, that's how, that's pretty good. That's pretty cool. How am I supposed to like this guy when he's doing this? Well, we got to show how fucking awesome he is. And again, it does play in later, but... So, like, fucking Aaron Rodgers, he goes, like, 100 yards down the fucking He's thing. He's whistling the whole time. You know what? I like that you put out Aaron Rodgers, because fuck that man, too. Yeah, I know. He got robbed. He should be the Jeopardy host. I don't know why they're having that boring guy. Don't say that to me. He was fucking awful. He's a robot. That's why he's good at football. It goes fucking so far, I can't even see the target. And then he's like, pop, 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 pop. Then comes back, still whistling. Mm-hmm. We see a smiley face on the target. Yep. Beautiful. Put eyes, smiley face, put a little heart in there. So now they're going to go off to Dixie's. All right. And just like our beautiful scene from RoboCop 2, roll up. You got the kids there. They're all just hanging out. The kids weren't dicks <laughs> like they were in RoboCop 2 who just like oh, threw yeah. shit at This kid at. was so cool he wore 3D glasses. That kid was fucking great. I <laughs> love these kids. Are you guys cops? How do they know they're uh, they're street clothes cops? And they were like, we know well, these they, they cops. never see a white guy in the fucking hood unless it's the cops. You're gonna bust Dixie, aren't you? No, 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 no. We're just gonna talk with her. Y'all gonna bust Dixie. Y'all gonna bust Dixie. And like, no, he's like, yeah. Like Martin's kind of laughing about it. And they're walking towards the house, and, and just as they're about, we see a fucking plane fly across the screen. That was a nice touch. I'm sure they waited for that. And then fucking the house just blows up. This decrepit fucking... Apparently, prostitution did not pay back then. <laughs> she lived in a decrepit fucking dilapidated house. Yeah. Blows up. And the kids are like, fucking hey, Do it again! <laughs> the kids are way into this, it. This is, remember, this is 1987, people. So Martin is a little bit singed by that. His, his, his suede jacket gets a little uh, on fire. Yep. So Marta's putting him out. And what does Rick say? What are you, some kind of fag or something? <laughs> and he's like, no, I'm putting you out. And he's no, like, I see why people today would be like, that's the real Mel Gibson right there. <laughs> right. That was that not was scripted. Ad-lib, yeah. That was not scripted. He ad-libbed that. And the kids are loving it. They're like, do it again, do it again. They were also saying, that guy's gay. <laughs> I'm so kidding. So they call it in. 
and the cops show up and they're just like, hey, uh, th- this really super cool kid with the 3D glasses, he, he he was playing around by Dixie's place. Yeah. He saw something. He saw some strange guy who was like checking out the uh, the gas meter. Yeah, we'll have to go over there and talk to him. But Mert, Murtaugh, one sec, take a look at this. This is the detonator for the bomb. This is so, this is crazy. This, this is like CIA this shit. This is special forces shit. This is beautiful. This is Mercury like, triggered. It's Mercury triggered. Like I know the I, I know the Spartan Squad used to use shit like this, right. but when, I, back when I was in Spartan Squad, this is what we use. Yeah. That's why he's so inflammatory towards gays right. because he was in the Spartan Squad. He got he's burned by fucking Matrix too. Matrix was a whore. He fucked everybody. He got burned by, and he was just a boy when he was in the Spartan right. squad. He was like 16. Exactly. So he got out, and he married the first woman he got with because he went through conversion therapy. I, so I, I understand like, Rick so much better now. They're like, well, let's go talk to this kid. And then fucking Murtai does his best. Like, are you like brain damaged, kid? Like, hey there, buddy. <laughs> yes. This, you're a dad. Like, this part kind of got me because I was like, you're a dad of kids. Like, you know how to act normal around kids. But instead, he hams it the fuck up. And he's like, yeah, what did you see? Did he have black hair? Did he have white guy? Black guy? Yeah, and he nods. He says white guy. And he's like, blonde hair? He nods. And then the kid goes, he had pain. I didn't even know what the kid said first. And he's like, pain. And he's like, what? Like a tattoo? Tattoo? You talking about tattoo? I, oh my God, you're doing so good at the job. And like, when he was doing the tattoo, it was so creepy. And he's like, like that. And he points to Riggs' tiny little fucking Spartan Squad the, tattoo. The lamest little tattoo. It's like a, it's a snake's head with a dagger. It says no quit on it. Oh, that's what it's. I couldn't yeah. tell because it was just like so. Ugh. And he's like. And they're like, oh, thank you, son. And then he's like, uh, Roger, this is some serious shit. This is fucking Shadow Company shit. This, yeah. is, this, this is fucking Special Forces. Yeah. People, We're really, uh, this isn't just some fucking coked up whore killed herself. Yeah. So, uh, you know what we need to do? We need to go back and talk to Mike Gunlaker. <laughs> <laughs> I, I hope everyone else is enjoying that as much as we are. Like, the joy that hits our face whenever we get to say Gunlaker. So right there, there's there Amanda. Right, it's Amanda's funeral, and it's a nice palatial estate they're on, right on the fucking coast. And Mike's like, he's like, Mike, I know you were involved with this. Tell me what's going on. It's like I can't. I have another daughter. And Mike, he reaches into his coat. Like I could show you. Keep your hands out of your fucking pot. Murtaugh has changed his tone completely. Now he's suspicious of Mike. Right. So Mike can't go in his pocket, so you know what he does? He reaches over where he's got 18 gallons of eggnog lined <laughs> yeah. up. Nice room temperature eggnog. Yeah, nice hot day. <laughs> Some eggnog. And he just starts drinking it straight out <laughs> Yeah, of well, he's thing. nervous, and he's <sighs> like, he's like, look, you remember, like, after we like, parted ways in Nam, I stayed I stayed around. I joined something called Shadow Company. I, I, I wanted to be a Merc for hire for a little while. They told me about, like, this Mercury switch, and I had to know about it. And we worked for the CIA because they had a lot of connections. Like, you remember Air America where they would, like, uh, ship out heroin to fund, like, overseas ops? Well, they after the war ended, they still wanted to do it. Yeah. They said, hey, we got all these contacts. Why are we wasting them? Let's just start selling heroin. And he's like, well, what do you got to do it? They need somebody to launder the money. It's the bank. The ba- I was the perfect cover. 
How could you do that? That's not ethical at all. No, but it's capitalism. This is what keeps this country he, moving. No, he, he, it's 1980, Griff. He goes, greed is good. Oh, okay. That's Wall Street reference. And he's like, you got to fucking tell. what he's like, I, I'm not going to say anything. I have I, another daughter. I have another daughter to worry about. She's and, hot, too. And she's the good one. Yeah. Like she, she's she not, only dabbled in pornography. Yeah, exactly. She's only done a couple of Girl Gone Wild videos. He's like, no, you're gonna fucking tell. I can't do. Meanwhile, Martin's outside smoking. He's, we he's, just see him. In, yeah, we just see him in the background. <laughs> I love these scenes. Just seeing him in the background, hair fucking flow. Oh, and you know it's flowing because we a chopper like rises up because they're on a cliffside. And you see the hair flowing because of the chopper. How did they not, like, they seemed completely surprised that a helicopter near their house. Because <laughs> it was on silent mode. Oh, yes, of course. <laughs> and they turned on loud so they could hear him then. <laughs> and we see, you see, zoom in on these big choppers. And we're like, holy shit, it's Mr. Joshua. I, nobody has choppers like that. <laughs> when you say chopper, <laughs> oh, I love it. That was actually, uh, that was. A nice Incidental? Mistake. Yeah, that was a happy accident. Yeah, Bob I Ross love that. Say. Hey, I was watching Bob Ross this morning. <laughs> And he just fucking unloads on, because he's pissed off the guy's drinking eggnog on a hot day. So he unloads <laughs> on cunt liquor. It's just, like wearing white after Labor Day. You just don't do it. And then fucking Martin, any chance to shoot somebody, he'll take it. He's just firing immediately at the, the helicopter. Uh, yeah, it must have been a bulletproof. I mean, we know this helicopter has silence mode. It must have been bulletproof, too. Cause what? Yeah, because they were ricocheting off the... We've seen Rick shot. We know right. he's got a crack shot, so he would have been able to take out anybody. So they, I, they just take off into the ocean, and then uh, uh, Mr. Joshua calls in the general, Sir, we got the, we got the uh, target, but the cops were there with him. We don't know if they know anything. But they did. Didn't they know it was Riggs there? Didn't they call out, or they knew it was Murtaugh was in there? Yeah. Okay. Because they knew they knew somebody by name. I think it was just Murtaugh. Oh. So they're like, we need to get rid of these cops. Then. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. So cut to the uh, the next. Maybe it's the same night. It might be the same night. We see uh, they're uh, they're they don't have any uh, leads, so they're just talking to some. They, we, they know that Dixie was a whore, right? So they're talking to whores on the streets. Uh, Murtaugh, or Riggs, rather, has gone into his hobo outfit that we right. saw when he first showed up to the police precinct. He's got the hat on. He's got just mo- mopped up hair flowing out of it, the same jacket and everything. Hey, I'm not going to bust you. Well, I like that, you know, talking to the prostitutes and everything and not busting them for petty shit. Just want to talk to you. Do you know Dixie? Yeah. And within a fucking second, he gets to say, hello, I'm, you know, not going to bust you. And suddenly you hear a car roaring louder than the helicopter. <laughs> right. <laughs> and then Mr. Josh was there just fucking unloads the shotgun on Riggs. That shot uh, of uh, Gary Busey, you know, like out of the car with the shot. That is beautiful. That was a work of art right there. Blows Riggs into a fucking a pane glass window. And this was this is another great scene because like fucking uh, Murtaugh doesn't know what's going on. He runs. He thinks Riggs is dead. Yeah. And then he opens up his fucking jacket. He's like, "You wore your vest. You wore your vest." And then this, I like this scene because like fucking uh, you, you never see this in movies either. Riggs is like, "Oh, he comes. He comes to." And he's like, "Holy fucking shit! This hurts." He's Thank you. Like, yes, in eighty seven. <laughs> And and Riggs, who's like trying to uh, elude everybody and thinking he's a super badass, he's the guy getting up like breathing heavy from right. this. And shit. He's like, 
I'm fucking pissed now. We got to fucking kill these motherfuckers, Roger. Yeah. They head back over to the car, and they're just standing over, and Riggs is crazy. He's just, like, so fired up. He's like, look, we're going to go to Detroit. We're going to lay low. We are, I saw the man who shot me. It's the right. same man who's in that helicopter. I recognize those fucking teeth anywhere and that albino face, that fucking blonde hair, that albino jackrabbit. I'm going to fucking snare him. And just as, <laughs> just as they're about to take off to Detroit and start a new life, they get a call on the the, the radio. Hello. And they're like, hey, hey, uh, Riggs, there's uh, Riggs, Murtaugh, there's a, a dead body that was found in the park near where you guys are at. And he's just like, great, now I got to do this shit. Let, 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 me, let me guess. It had dimples. How did you know that, Sarge? Yeah. <laughs> so apparently... <laughs> This, which of course is the allusion to the boyfriend with the pits in his face. So this kid died smiling. Apparently, he's, he's lying there <laughs> smiling. Joker gas. Maybe he got Joker gas. He got Joker gas. Like that has to be because it. they see the pits. So he's like, "They got my fucking family. We got to go home, Riggs." So they hightail it back to the house. Go inside. They're you know they're fucking doing like cops. You know they're rolling and fucking all that shit. And is like. They immediately walk in the door, and there's just, like, a note on the ground waiting for them. It says, your daughter is so hot. Oh, that's creepy. Exactly. Mm. And he's like, they got my... And then, like, Murtaugh's like, like, Riggs, they got my fucking daughter, man. And then Riggs like, look, do you want to stop these guys? Do you want to... We got to do it my way. Yeah. You have to kill every motherfucker. And, like, and now, like, Murtaugh's getting it. Because he's like, someone he loves is involved. Yep. And he's like... Yeah, I'm ready to do whatever we need to fucking do. Yeah, because you know, they're not going to give you your daughter back. We're going to have to take her back. So they stick by the phone. They get the call. They get the meetup spot and everything. Get Dry Lake. Dry At Lake. sunrise. Sunrise. Your daughter's pretty hot. Oh, Jesus. And because they're trying, they're playing mind games. They want right. to, like, you know. Yeah, yeah, yeah. We're going to give your daughter to Robert Ginty. Oh, my God. Fate worse than death. <laughs> I go, just kill her. So then we're, like, at the Salt Lake Flats for some reason because we like um, Murtaugh and Riggs stop. Right where the – I don't – it's, like, the middle – like, he just said, meet me at Dry Lake. Yeah. It's, it's, like, fucking miles and miles. Yeah, it's just vast emptiness, <laughs> and they somehow know where to meet up. So he I drops mean, off Riggs first with a sniper rifle. And uh, Joshua, that night, he did put in a call to the police station pretending to be a reporter. Hey, uh, did a guy die? A cop? Like a police officer? Yeah, totally. Um, (laughs) Sergeant Riggs or whatever whatever rank he was. He got shot by a shotgun, went through a plate glass window. Totally fucking dead. Oh, my God. Yeah, prostitute died with him. Just blood everywhere. So they have no idea that Martin's still alive. And that's the the ace in the hole that Merton Riggs have. Yep. So that's why they so they drop off Riggs with a sniper rifle, and of course the general wants Murtaugh alive because right. he was involved in that conversation, right. and they need to know what he knows. Yep. So they meet up at the meetup place. We got this convoy, the choppers there. We got the fucking Goliath from Night Riders there. The chopper is not on silent. They want people no, to hear it. Right. They want the thunderous. You know, they want to scare we you. Got we got John DeHart's limo rolls up. Yeah, I, I noticed John DeHart right. get out. D. Well, he had all leather on, dude. How can you not notice that? <laughs> that was just his face. <laughs> and he's like, Adiosi, Belagosi. <laughs> so they stop, they meet up, and he's like, all right, you're coming with us. I want to see my daughter. 
And then he whips out a fucking grenade. And they're like, whoa, what the fuck, man? Yeah. And he's like, I pulled the pin. You kill me, we'll all die. You're not going to blow up all this shit with one grenade. What the fuck's he talking about? Well, yeah. I mean, there's no mercury fucking triggers on that. There's no grenade. mercury triggers on that. But <laughs> these goons, they're like, well, he might be serious. And Joshua fucking gets out of the limo. He's like, that was a great joke, John. Let me go deal with this now. Gets out there. He's wearing the like his polo sweater or whatever. It's it like is. a tennis sweater, like from the yeah, 1930s. tennis sweater. Yeah. Yes, it was. I was like, oh my god! And he's wearing country club it's motherfuckers, white with the khaki, and he's already albino looking and with the huge had, teeth and vintage Velcro New Balances. <laughs> oh my vintage. god! I thought only Puff Daddy could afford those. Oh, well, this is vin- this is back in the day when they were. Oh, what, you invested? Er- he invested uh, early in them, right? So he gets out, Mr. Joshua, and he's calling Bluff all day. He's like, you're not going to kill us. You're not going to kill your daughter. And he's like, look, that bitch is going to die how I want her to die. And if you guys are going to be here, I am just, I might as well just take us all out together. So Joshua's like, shit, this guy might be onto something. But he's clearly hiding a gun. We see it. Right. So... Sure enough, he gets close enough. Joshua reveals that. And of course, we got the scene where, like, Riggs, like, get out of the way, Murtaugh's moving inch to the left. Yep. And then, like you said, Joshua shoots in the shoulder. You know, Hori's in the left shoulder. Fucking Murtaugh drops the grenade. It was just a smoke grenade. Mm-hmm. Just a smoker. Just a smoker. Bluff perfectly called. Yep. It takes a few seconds for the smoke to clear just so Riggs can get his all, all of his shots lined up. It takes out the two guys that are right next to uh, Rianne. Right. Because he starts fucking eliminating everybody. Yeah. And yeah, then and it goes then, nuts. And then Rianne jumps in like, like, Dad's like, get in the limo, take the fuck off. So she jumps in the limo, takes off. A dude jumps on the hood. Martin fucking shoots that dude. Woo. She's freaking out because she's a kid, you know, but she takes off. And now we got Riggs. He's lining up that shot on Mr. Joshua, and he's just like, well, game over, motherfucker. And then you hear another, like, bullet being cocked back into the chamber, and you're like, what the fuck? And the camera pans out a little bit from down the scope to the fucking general. General. How did he know? Because he's a fucking, he's a, he's a general, dude. He's just a general. The leader of the, the Shadows Company. And so he captures fucking Riggs because maybe Riggs knows some shit, right? And they're they're chatting a little bit because they they're talking shop here. It's right. so like, oh yeah, I think I ran into some of you Shadow Company pussies back in Saigon. What was it? Right around sixty nine when I was twelve. <laughs> when I was twelve. Oh my god, Jesus, fifty one. So yeah, yeah, yeah. He was a baby. Yeah, he was like ten. Yeah. <laughs> and Rihanna, of course, she's a ditzy fucking kid, so she gets caught immediately. She crashes the fucking car on the fucking flats. It's like there's no like hills or anything. Somehow she crashes, so she gets recaptured. Ooh, and yeah. This, are you ready, people? Sit down, people. Oh boy. The so next scene, we see Martin stripped down just to his pants. Iconic he's, scene. I've seen this rep- uh, done several hands, times. Hanging from his hands are tied together. He's hanging on a hook. They're waterboarding him. Water pouring down, mm-hmm. glistening packs. Oh, this scene is so beautiful. And then it makes it comes it somehow becomes more beautiful. I I I screamed. I was like, <laughs> I'm like I'm like a girl at one of those BTS concerts. We see uh uh Busey, he's like, Endo, come in here. 
And we just see like a yellow glove snapping and then the camera slowly pans up and we start seeing little bits of mustache mustache (laughs) and fucking bald hair. And I was like, oh my God, I forgot he's in this movie. L fucking Leon. We haven't seen him in a while. It's, it's been, been a, while. a long time. I found and some it, other episodes he was in for other material, but it, oh it was my great god, great to see him! And he's the torturer for the general. Yeah, and he's got it. He's got everything ready. He's got a little dolly with a car battery. Yeah, and he's got like sponges attached to the jumper cables. He's got it all set up, and it's beautiful because not only is that set up, but fucking Busey sets him up. This man knows more about pain. Than you'll ever experience in your whole entire life. He's forgotten more about pain than you've experienced in your entire life. Why don't you save your strength? You're going to need it. Who's the chin? Endo, meet Mr. Martin Riggs. Endo here has forgotten more about dispensing pain than you and I will ever know. Terrific. See, Martin, we have a problem. Since we have Murtaugh, we don't really need it. But I believe in being thorough. Yeah, I've heard that about you. Yeah. I don't even know what that means. Like, he's traveled to uh, the Trash Lodge. He's learned things about pain and nerves, and I love it. But here's the thing. All you got to do is tell me what you know about the heroin. And he's like, well, I guess we're going to be here for a while because I don't know fuck all. Mm. He's like, hmm, endo. Chop, chop. Well, yeah, and here's another thing. He goes, who's the chin? To end, that's what Riggs says to fucking Endo. Who's the chin? Chinese. Oh. Nice little, oh. Nice little minor slur. Is and, that another improv moment from yeah. Mel? <laughs> yes. <laughs> and then it's like, that, you could tell it pissed off fucking Endo because he's like, I'm Japanese, motherfucker. <laughs> and then he just starts fucking hitting him. He's shocking the fuck out of them. It's just great. They've got one light bulb just swinging back and forth, right. and then the rain's coming down, electrocutes. I love this because Gary Busey's like pushing them back sometimes, but he's getting hit with electricity. So right. Busey's great, great shaking. With, oh my God, this scene is so fantastic. And eventually Riggs just passes out, and Endo, he drops this line on us. You know, shit, we're safe. Eat a POTUS. Nobody can take that. Fine. Badass soldier, huh? Oh, we know God. this guy's forgotten more about pain than we'll ever even know about pain. So yeah. he knows it's done. This guy's not lying. He doesn't yeah. know shit. I just love that we actually get an Elyon quote because oftentimes <laughs> when we see him, he just looks. He's just there for the look. <laughs> right. I, I just love it. So then, like, oh, we'll, we'll see what uh, Murtaugh knows. So then Joshua takes off. And then Endo's like, well, I guess I got to clean up this honky. So he's just like, I don't know, let's shock him to death. I don't know what he was going to do to him. Just shock him for fun. Shock him for calling him a chin. And just he's about, he's like, sorry, buddy. Got to do what I got to do. And he's just about to lay those sponges on the nipples of Mark Riggs. <laughs> and then Riggs headbutts him and then puts them in a fucking scissor lock. Yeah. And then snaps his fucking neck. Fucking Endo took it like a champion. It was so beautiful. So we cut to what's Murtaugh up. They got him tied to a chair. They're punching him in his fucking bullet wound. He's like going, go spit. Go spit. <laughs> yeah, I don't know what that means. We got, I know uh, his daughter's there, so he doesn't want to swear. Yeah, you know? that had to be it. What a fucking family, man. <laughs> he's getting tortured, and he's still cleaning up his potty mouth because he doesn't want to put a di- another dime in that swear jar back at home. Because you know Rianne would have been like, that's right. a fucking dollar. Dad, I know you saved my life, but you didn't have to swear. You didn't have to swear. But 
on the in the alley, we've got fucking Mel ripping out the racial slurs and everything. He's making fun of albino people. He's like, go get a fucking job in that in that uh uh that fucking Tom Hanks movie about the Dan Brown book about the albino who killed people. <laughs> da Vinci Code. <laughs> wow. Wow, that was a stretch. God, you are Reed Richards. So that was a stretch, you motherfucker. Well, it's really hot, so I'm feeling it. It's like that tantra yoga, whatever they call it. So now the general's like, oh, I got to wait to talk. Give me, some, give me some of that Morton salt. Morton salt? So he just pours it in his hand. Hey, at least it's all American. Yeah, well, I actually would have been worse than rock salt, but he just uses the regular Morton salt. Hey, Detroit's own rock salt. But he's like, don't worry, this is sea salt, so it won't. It it's, it's more natural. Yeah. yeah, it's not chemically. It's more natural. <laughs> I love that when people think like sea salt's like not going to affect you. I, I don't know. And they start just grinding it in his fucking bullet when it's ghost bitch. And he's still like, he won't break. And they're like, I know it'll break him. Get his daughter. They got her in her slip now. And yeah, yeah. And then, you know, he, General's walking up to her, hands out menacingly. And then he's like, you know what? We'll take it up a notch. Get the ginty in here. Oh my god! Oh, I thought I thought it's Murtaugh, like and it's, it's like Pulp Fiction. There's like a crate that has the ginty in it. Yeah, I did like that. Everyone was snapping like uh, like the uh, West Side Story, you know. <laughs> <laughs> and just as we're about to like, I'm about I'm traumatized. <laughs> I just heard the name ginty. Yeah, I'm like did, I, I'm thinking to myself, did, did I block that out? Is ginty in this movie? And then just as I, just as I'm about to vomit. Riggs busts in and just starts. Jesus Christ. It was like a diabolic out of a catapult. He was just like fucking in there. Again, just the light bulb uh, swinging from the ceiling. And we just got shots of Mer- or, uh, Riggs just like punching people, breaking necks. He gave somebody a, a stone cold stunner in there. And now these guys, they're like they're like uh, fucking Griff and Tim. They're like, they got their comedy timing down. So like perfect. Murtaugh's like, yeah, pretty thin premise anorexic yeah ooh. and then he's like hey what did one shepherd say to the other shepherd let's get the flock out of here beautiful and they just take off he's just martin's just shooting people like he's going out because now they're heading we saw this we saw the background of this place before uh-huh. it's an abandoned factory in the back <laughs> right. music venue in the front and it's odd we see all three sides of this That's place an analogy for a mullet in it a is way. it really is <laughs> factory in the front <laughs> and then music venue in the back <laughs> Because <laughs> we go, because later in a minute here we go out on the street and it's like on the fucking street, Hollywood Boulevard, yeah. And so it's like, wait a minute, how did this whole building get <laughs> I, here? I don't know. Amazing, it's, it's beautiful. a beautiful camera work again. The Kubrick angles, fantastic. <laughs> so they they walk out, they're all like sweaty and disheveled and bloody and shit. But they're in a, it's like a punk club. So yeah, they, it's a rock club. To. And Martin just grabs a dude and just unloads a gun, like puts it right up to his chest. And yeah. That that finally breaks the mood. Everyone's like, what the fuck? So everyone panics, starts freaking out. We see Joshua's getting away. And like Riggs is like, it's it's personal now. I got to kill that motherfucker. Right. So Riggs goes fucking running out the door. Uh, Joshua manages to notice. He fires back, gets in a car and takes off. And Murtaugh comes out with his daughter, and it just so happens that police are now arriving, so he hands her off to some of the cops, and he goes running after Riggs. Riggs is like Tom Cruise in the, in these early days. He's running 45 miles an hour, I think, is how fast uh, Tom Cruise runs. At least. Uh, Murtaugh gets close enough to yell to Riggs, 
Take a right over on Hennepin. You'll go uh, over the... He's going to the highway. Take that right. Remember, you'll... yeah, this is L.A. Traffic's bullshit in L.A. Exactly. So you could probably... You literally probably could catch somebody running if they went on the freeway. Right. If you pay close attention earlier in the movie when we saw them in traffic, it's the same traffic. It's the same people. <laughs> we see the shrink still in traffic. <laughs> yeah. Two days ago, she's still in traffic. She's, she's got four different cell phones because they run out of batteries. So right. she's got to, yeah, use one at a time. But, uh, yeah, so we got Riggs. He's going to head over there, and I don't remember if we join him run away or... All I know is he follows, he chases after, he shoots uh, the car that that, uh, Joshua Carjack sets it on fire. Joshua crashes his car, carjacks another car, because we think Riggs is finally going to get him. He's, like, running down the the exit, and then he just goes, mind if I I test drive your Volvo or whatever the fuck he said. (laughs) Yeah. And which is probably very topical at the time. That was probably like in a commercial or something. Yeah, some probably. Shit. And then he takes another car and takes off, and Riggs is like, fuck, he got away. Now, you know? if that was a plug for a Volvo, <laughs> that's a great way to plug it. I'd be much happier than that. Apparently, than people things. are really into Canadian Mist, too, because there was a billboard for Canadian Mist, and they mentioned Canadian Mist, which I don't even know if that fucking exists anymore. Some kind of like soft drink. I notice, yeah, Canadian Mist, I believe, is a... I thought it was... Like a ginger I, ale? Or something I thought it was a ginger ale, like, yeah. Canada Dry? Oh, Canada Dry is what I'm thinking of. You know Maybe what? I bet just, it's probably like a Mountain Dew variant, I bet. I think it's a uh, fizzy water. Well, what? <laughs> we'll Look at this. It's got research. us talking. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> I knew Coors got a big sponsorship yes. for this yeah, movie. Yeah, was a lot of drinking Coors. Because they, they had the stubbies. They had the fucking cans. <laughs> they had them all out there. So Murtaugh's like, I got to get that fucking general. He was, he was going to have my daughter get raped by Ginty. That's a bridge way too far. Oh, my God, yeah. So the general's getting all his grenades and, and cocaine together in one <laughs> duffel bag for some reason. <laughs> And he jumps in his car, and they're in an alleyway, in the back alley. Yep. And Murtaugh, he's at the end of the alley, and he's like, shoot that fucking cop, or run over the cop. Run him over, yeah. And then we see, call back to the fucking, that's why we need all these scenes, Grant. Yep. I know, I know. Second time I watched it, I was like, all right. All these things came together for Riggs. Does the fucking hamstring stretches, stretches out his neck, does a little, grabs the gun, 10 seconds, lines up the shot. Boom! Shoots the guy driving the car. Mm. The fucking general flips out. Then, then like he ain't no fifty year old now because he like Spider Man. He leaps on the side of the fucking alleyway. Yes, he building. did. Car comes out. Just so happens a bus is driving by at the time. Hits the car. The car goes flying. Flips over. It's on fire. Yeah, and we see like the contents spill out and. Uh, General's still alive in there. He's trying to claw his way out. Car again. No, he's trying to grab grenades for some reason. He should oh, be trying that? to claw his way out. I thought to... he was trying to claw his way out. He's trying you to grab at the grenades. Grenade? Oh, okay. He should be trying to claw his way out. Either way. And then, boom, blows all up. Goes up. Well, he could have been trying to get the grenade to throw it away from him. Yeah, but there's like 20 of them. Come on. First of all, why is he packing grenades? <laughs> I love this. Usually there's guns involved. No, this motherfucker goes straight for the grenades. I mean, maybe he saw Murtaugh do it. It was like, that was badass what he did with that grenade. I want grenades. So then Riggs catches up with Murtaugh, and he's like, dude, it's, this is personal now. Joshua has to be going for your family. Yeah, they're back in front of the music venue, and Riggs, he's really nursing it. He's breathing heavily because he's 50, and he tries to keep his body in shape and everything, but come on, it catches up with you sometimes. It's a big day, a lot of adrenaline. He's probably wearing thin at this point. So Murtaugh's like, all right, I'll drive us over there. No, you're too weak. I'll drive us over there. This shows you how desperate Murtaugh is. He lets them. 
So I love this. This they built up this joke throughout the movie, and here it it's is. All the payoff, Griff. It's all payoff. And thankfully, Riggs knows some back alleyways, so he gets he gets he avoids the traffic. We see Joshua. He's driving up. It's personal now. He's like, I gotta. The guys they ruined my whole like my whole shadow company thing. I'm gonna ruin them. I'm gonna kill the rest of this guy's family. Yeah. And they knew this because they have cops guarding the house. Yeah. Of course they would. I mean, Murtaugh knew that he knew about his family because he knew uh, uh, how to get his daughter and everything. And plus, they're the fucking shadow company, man. Uh, Riggs didn't uh, undersell them at all. He said, these are crazy badass motherfuckers with mercury switches. They can do anything they want. Operate in the shadows. So They can yeah. burn themselves, not even flinch. I... <laughs> They, he did kind of flinch. And then he had to go check on... Uh, he like bit his bottom lip like some porno chick type thing. He was getting into oh, it. Oh, he was getting into it. Yeah. I do like the general was like, go have Endo check that out. Right. I, I like that Endo is... He knows about pain. He knows about pain. I, so he rolls up. Excuse me. You got directions. No, I, I'm in a donut here, pal. Shoots the fucking cops. Come on. Then he sneaks up, tiptoes up to the house, the Murtaugh residence, opens the door... Fucking uh, Christmas Carol's playing on the uh, TV. They left the Bugs Bunny Christmas special on as well. And that Bugs Bunny's like, what fucking day is it? Bun- uh, bu- uh, I don't even know what he says. What well, Doc? He says Doc. <laughs> <laughs> and, and Anything I've stretched out today has just been forgotten because you couldn't remember what's up, Doc. <laughs> so he's like, it's goddamn Christmas. And she, he's as angry as I am for flubbing that line. Yeah. And he just blows up the TV, and then we, he goes up to the uh, tree. He's admiring it. It's a very beautiful tree. You know what I loved about every time they do a shot in the uh, the Murtaugh household is the fridge sticker. The apartheid thing? Yep. Yeah. And uh, very topical. Very. And he notices there's one ornament. It's actually a sign. That says, <laughs> yeah. It says, Dear Mr. Bad Guy, we're gone. Go fuck yourself. Mm. And just as he's about to just ball it up, Cop car goes barreling through the living room, <laughs> and he just and he just unloads on it. Yeah, yeah. Josh is a little rattled. All that shadow company training—it's not—it's not cutting through right now. Like his primal instincts are coming through, just fucking unloading in this cop car. And he's like, "Well, I clearly killed whatever's in it." So Joshua starts sneaking up to the car, and then a gun just comes popping out from behind that broken up window wall, and. Riggs. Right. You're under arrest, motherfucker. I think it was Murtaugh because they walk out and then Riggs rolls up and he's like, you want to shout at the title, motherfucker? Mm-hmm. Let's do this shit. Also, by the way, but when, when they kill the cops, the cops ran over a fire hydrant, so there's water pouring oh, everywhere. that's why there's water? Yes. So, yeah, it's not raining. <laughs> oh, my God. And because it's like, this is personal now. You just you besmirched fucking Spartan Squad with your fucking evil ways. I have to fucking kill you now. Yeah. It's honor, I'm honor bound to do it. Sifu. Uh, Wing. Wing. He wouldn't have allowed that. Wouldn't have. So fucking uh, uh, Joshua's day's been ruined. He's like, fuck it. Let's just do it. Let's yeah, yeah, yeah. No, he doesn't care. He'd rather go in dead than, you know, alive. So he's right. just like, let's fucking tango. And, uh, yeah, they take their shirts off. Well, I think Busey kept his on. <laughs> Busey kept his on. <laughs> but I know Busey. fucking Mel was like, I'm ripping this shirt off. Right. 
Show my ass in the first uh, first scene. Show my fucking ass. So in this, this is scene. like straight out of the Spartan Squad fantasy. There's water cascading everywhere. This is total men's fantasy. Yeah, and they're just going at it back and forth, man, with the fucking kung fu and jujitsu. There is a helicopter, a police helicopter on <laughs> scene, light on them, just keeping a spotlight because on them. like, no, let them handle this. Yeah, shit. I got. He's like fucking rubbing his dick. He's like. <laughs> we're gonna we're gonna watch this shit. Murtaugh is so fucking into this. Murtaugh didn't know about Spartan Squad when he was growing right. up because he would have been fit for for he was too old. Well, no, I'm saying he, he was he, too old for that shit. Yeah, yeah, he was he, like Spartan Squad came later. But no, I was saying if he was in that prime age, Spartan Squad was around. He would have been loving so the it. Cops, some of them get popcorn. They're just fucking watching. I saw Vinny Hoagie sandwiches being passed around. <laughs> oh, my God. Just take a bite and pass it. I hope the toilet didn't get ruined in that <laughs> building. Because it's going to get ru- ruined later on. <laughs> and they're just enjoying it. And, like, Joshua knows he's no he's no shot. So he just grabs a fucking, like, flagpole. I don't know what the fuck. It's a lamppost, wasn't it? Yeah. Yeah. And just starts hammering at Riggs. So, like, Murtaugh's like, Riggs throws him a nightstick, grabs it. They're fucking blocking each other back and forth, back and forth. Then Joshua gets the best of fucking uh, Riggs. Riggs, yeah. Puts him in like a fucking full Nelson. like pressing his face into the mud. Yeah, he gave him a fucking Death Valley driver on a cop car hood. It's like, that's <laughs> it. That's over. No one right. gets up from that. Well, Murtaugh thought too. It's like, Riggs, do you, do you want his help now? No! And then fucking Riggs gets out of it. Fucking reverses the figure four. <laughs> <laughs> and then he puts him in a fucking triangle choke. Starts choking out Joshua, and uh, which is a real jiu-jitsu move. And uh, Murtaugh, we get the nice shot of him, and oh, my God, there's a crease in his pants. Wait, is that how you say he's got a huge boner? Anyways, he is just, Murtaugh is like, fucking kill him. Give us the crack. And you're like, wait, drop? No, he wants the snap of the neck. He wants to snap that Slim Jim. Snap your finger. Snap your neck. And remember, this is the 80s, though. So our hero's got to show mercy. Like, no, you're not worth it. You're not even worth me killing it. Because I need to turn my back on you so you'll try to kill me. Like every fucking 80s action movie. Yep. And lo and behold, they do that. Because Martin's just walking away. Cops are picking up fucking uh, Joshua to handcuff him. It's a mirror of uh, the pool scene. You send in the other guys right. to get him up. You turn your back. You walk away. And and like Riggs just about like Murtaugh's eyes are open. Like, come here, baby. Come yep. here. And he's, he's got the blanket he's going to put on him. Yep. And then Joshua's like, ah, oh, not on my watch. He grabs a cop's gun just about to unload in the back of Riggs. Riggs' fucking Spartan senses are tingling. <laughs> Both of them whip out their guns, the 9mm Beretta and the little grandpa gun. Mm. Blow Joshua away They Ooh. finally consummated their relationship <laughs> I love that, it's beautiful These guys are blood brothers Oh my god, they're just holding each other in that blanket It's so beautiful, he's crying His, his hair is all It's not dried and frizzed and beautiful It's all watered down And then we get that nice cut to we Got the funeral Well, we got Graveyard. Riggs visiting his yeah. late wife Graveyard. Yeah and we see it's raining. It's very nice touching. In the background, we see John DeHart in his American flag, down, <laughs> like at his wife's grave. Dressed for the, yeah, dressed they, for the occasion. They look at yeah. each other. He like tips his cowboy hat and then he winks at uh, Riggs. And you just hear him mutter in the back. You just hear it so softly. Any day above ground is a good day. <laughs> echo, echo. You know, the, <laughs> good day, 
good day. Good day. And I was like, yeah, I'm over you. I don't need to kill myself anymore. I, I don't know. If murdering a guy helped me get over your death, you know? Which it does. Psychiatrists will tell you that murdering does help you get over some trauma. You've been telling me this whole movie, it was about his mental health and learning to accept things and finding and reaching out. And you're going back to, no, it was just death. You just needed to kill somebody. Yeah. It all boils down to that. Okay. So uh, I guess it's Christmas Day now. We see the house is dilapidated. They just got plastic. They had the same plastic from that pool. They got covering the hole. (laughs) With the yellow lines, warning. Martin uh, Martin shows up, knocks on the door. Rianne answers it. She's totally over it. She's like, yeah, I'm fine. You know, I just watched my boyfriend get murdered. 17 or 18-year-old, you know. They bounce back. They bounce (laughs) back. We know this from Death Wish. Yeah, and he's just like, look, I, I got a present for your dad, and it's a that hollow point bullet with a little ribbon on it. And he's like, she's like, this is just a bullet. And he's like, he'll understand. Yeah. So Rick's uh, trying to do the badass thing and walk away, right. but as soon as he closes the door, gets two steps off the stoop, fucking Murtaugh comes running out there. Hey, man, what do you think? <laughs> you can't run away. My wife's cooking in there. We need some more mouths to feed to get this food out of our systems. Get in here. Like, all right, can I bring a friend? He's like, sure, you're getting late again? He's like, well, not quite. Dog comes in. He's like, I don't think Burbank, our cat's going to like that. Millhouse liked that. Sure, did you whistle? And then we get, you know, did you notice there was a lot of fucking overdubbing of Murtaugh's voice in this movie? Yeah. Yeah. But, you know, hilarity ensues. The dog chases the cat, and we just have a nice, good old-fashioned Christmas. Oh, I'm not surprised it's got so many sequels, but, hey, as long as they don't do a fucking reboot today. Wait, they already did. Yeah, Never they, mind. They did they the TV did. show. They already did. Come on, fucking people. Come on. Come on. Let's hear some, some original ideas, people. Speaking of original ideas, <laughs> are yes. we doing a movie? That is not a, a quite original? Next. Well, this I thought it was. I was shocked to find out that I shouldn't be because it's a Golden Globus production. Yes, people. First, we give you a blockbuster. <laughs> now, after like two years, we're giving you Golden Globus <laughs> Theater is actually giving you a Golden Globus movie. <sighs> I was shocked to find out this movie not only is not a ripoff of Lethal Weapon. It came out a week before Lethal Weapon came out. It's only out. been a few months. Death Wish. We did a death. One of the Death Wish we did was canon, right? Yes. Yeah. So it's yeah. been a couple months. Yeah. I'm just I'm, I'm exaggerating for coming. I, w- I never mind. And and to be honest with you, I totally forgot. Yeah. Me uh, too. So <laughs> uh, this movie has a crazy white cop. Nope. But it's played by uh, Lewis or Gilbert. I don't remember. Whoever, wherever I the don't. nerd in Revenge of the Nerds that rapes the girl, orally rapes the girl in I the funhouse. Lewis. Okay. Lewis. He's the whacked out white cop. Not downgrade for Mel Gibson. Huge downgrade. However, and I love Danny Glover in this movie. We get an upgrade with the black cop. Really? Because we get Billy D. Williams. Oh, yeah. Smooth as silk, drinking a Colt 45 everywhere you see him. Does it, I wonder if everybody else in the U.S. has those Colt 45 works every time uh, billboards. They, they need to. So next week, the ripoff of Lethal Weapon that's not a ripoff of Lethal Weapon because it came out first. <laughs> Amazing. Number one, because it was the first, with a bullet. I've never seen this all the way through. Griff's never seen it at all. We'll all experience it next week and keep it warm.